Boy, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 284. On tonight's episode, the Manlings are going to talk about getting ready for Adepticon and their hobby stuff and voicemails and all that other stuff that they always talk about. But now they're focused. Isn't that wonderful? Shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the Garage U Tools for the next two hours or thereabouts. We're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way. Bringing you hobbies and voicemails and getting ready for Adepticon. I'm Dave Whitek. And with, and with me as always is Chris <laughs> Walker. Chris. How's it going? Good, good, good. Good. Uh, so we are making sure that this opening segment doesn't get into the trash. That would be great. Yeah, it would be great if it doesn't screw up. I'm sitting here watching the recording machine saying, please don't screw this up. So we'll see what happens. Excellent. Oh, boy. So how are you? Very good. Oh, I'm so excited. Adepticon's coming up. And you're yes, in the indeed. team tournament with the guys from Canada, the Six Squared Studios team. I'd ring the bell, but that's the Six Squared Studios team, not the Grindnards right. team. Yeah. I will be helping run the event, but that's information for later in the show. Right now, we should probably thank the sponsors, I'm thinking. And those guys are Chaos Orc Superstore! Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore. And Six Squared Studios for all your basing and MDF needs. And hey, did you just buy yourself some some uh, stuff so that you can make 3D print uh, jobs, but you don't have a 3D printer, but you bought the, the, the files? Hey. Call up Six Squared. As long as you have the rights to the files, they'll print you up some stuff. That's what they do. I don't have to ask them to do that anymore in about two days, because in about two days, it's my birthday. And uh-huh. guess who got a 3D printer for their birthday? Nice. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet. It's in the mails. But man, I am so excited about this. Like, we're going to have to talk about that soon. Um, yeah. Because I'm not even looking at this stuff. Like, I'm already like, oh, look, I got to, I'm going to make a, The Witcher, and I'm making a link for Harrison and stuff. It's like, oh, look at all yeah. this cool stuff I'm going to try. You could print out those bases that you normally roll out, right? Oh, I didn't think about that. All those ba- all that time I spent rolling out those bases, mm-hmm. I could probably print them up. Probably. And I could print them up with slots spots ready for them if I have to do any more of that night haunt nonsense. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris Walker, you is a genius. <laughs> oh, that's such a good go idea. Oh, yeah. But I'll be able to do it. But you could also, if you had it, you could ask them to get it done at Six Squared Studios. There also, you go. And also, they, uh, I don't know if it's up on their website yet, but that I took the edge thing for the mats mm-hmm. with me last weekend to yep. when we were playing Warhammer. Um, I actually used it with my buddy Adam. We and I glued in the little dry erase things, and so you could write down whatever stat you want to keep track of and put little pegs in, and it yeah. comes with all of it, and it was brilliant. Plus, it makes the board the right size, and if you want to play a smaller game and use the smaller board, you can take pieces out and make the smaller board. Oh, really? Yeah. The point is you don't have to cut your mat. Right. Don't do that. Or put tape on the mat or buy a new mat. Dude, I looked up the prices. Like the, the mats are like seventy five bucks. Yeah. And then the new sized mats are like seventy. <laughs> 
And this thing, I think, I don't know exact price. It's going to be American dollars, but I think it's about like fifty bucks. Okay. And it's got all this extra stuff on it. Like I am jazzed. Like I like it. I'm going to mm-hmm. get the little labels and print out rules that I always forget, and I yep. can just stick them on the side of the because uh, there's space on the on the thick side of the MDF. There's like just little spots you could put the stickers, and they because it's MDF. If you put just those like like printing labels, the two inch by four inch ones for mailers, yeah, they they won't stick like forever. So you could. But like you know, if you want to print out your rules that you always forget, like you know uh, the things you can do during the the monster phase, mm-hmm. or the different things, you could just stick put them. There's places to put them right on there. I'm excited. I like yeah. it. I uh, have one made by a different person, and they're very handy. Oh, you do have one already. Mm-hmm. Oh, Six Squared sent me two. One for me, one for you. So fantastic. So now you have another. Cool. Well, that's the six squared one breaks down into small pieces, right? Yes, there, yeah. It's like a six by five pieces for the sideboard, mm-hmm. the the wide side, and it's ten by two. Then they just all link together, or yeah, on the other side, so yeah. that you cut off the right. Yeah, yeah. It packs up into uh, a very small. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bit. Yeah. The one the one I have is not cut. Oh, like, it's a full so, on. So, yeah. So well, it is cut, but the. The, the side pieces are all one piece, so they're really long. Oh, yeah. And, the, and then the long board edges are broken up into, like, puzzle pieces. But it's still, you know, it'd be probably easier. The six-word ones, yeah, I think they're, like, uh, six-inch by five-inch on the side. Or, no, ten-inch by five-inch on the side. Mm-hmm. And then they're uh, ten-inch by two-inch lengths sure. for the edges. So they, And they just... Yeah, like puzzle pieces, but you just I stack them all up and it goes into a very small container. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so you could just put it right away. It's very all nice. Right. All right, what else? Oh, and of course, now we, here we are talking about all the cool things at Six Squared. And guess what? You can also get cool things at Grognard Games because there's always something happening at Grognards. Yeah. Yes, Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. There. Oh, did you hear the news? Yes, dude. I got to re- exciting. Yes, I got to redo the commercial for them too. By the way, we're gonna have to do that this weekend, I think. But um, they bought the they bought the space next to them. Yeah, they leased it out, right? And once they get that, I don't know if they're tearing down the wall between the two or how they're gonna do it. But I think they're gonna make make a doorway. Oh, okay. But that is dedicated game space. Mm-hmm. They bought a whole store section in the strip next to them. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I don't know what the table sitch is going to be like, but I'm, I am I got my fingers crossed. I'm hoping that they've got enough tables where we could run a little 16-man one day or something like that. I don't see why that would be a thing. Like, we just need eight tables. I think that is probably... Yeah. I mean, they've already got, like, four in there. So, mm-hmm. like, if... Yeah. Oh, I'm... I am so... And I'm so happy for them, dude. They are expanding, yeah. you know? Well, that place is bursting at the seams with products. I mean, they oh, carry yeah. so much stuff that it's... And literally, and I know we always joke around and say there's always something happening, but if you go and go to... It, guys, the Grognards Games Facebook page, yeah, like they always posting when they get new new product in, but it's like, oh look, it's Tuesday night and the place is full. Oh look, it's mm-hmm. Thursday night and the place is full. It's Friday night, the place is full. Like, yeah. the, it's not just the weekends. Like, that place gets busy. Yeah. You know they do. They do a lot of stuff there. Every, they have some. They play a lot of different games there too. Oh yeah. I mean they've Drop Zone Commander. They've got people. I playing, didn't know people were still playing Drop Zone oh, Commander. Yeah. It's like they've I, got a lot of people show up to they play. They do. It. 
They've got that. Cri- Flames of War. People playing Flames of War. Crisis uh, Protocol. Marvel. Yep. They play that a lot. A lot of Magic, of course. Magic, and yeah. Age of Sigmar and 40K. 40K are played pretty much every night. So It's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I, I, I'm so happy for them. I mean, because right now with so many businesses struggling and it's like yeah. they've gone through, they went through the, the same issues everybody else did, um, but they've. You know that's what happens when you run a really good business and you run it well, mm-hmm. and and you've mm-hmm. got you got customers who love you. Yep, I'm just amazed. I'm yeah, amazed we're gonna be doing well. a uh, uh, a one of those 40k crusade leagues after Adepticon there too. So I want to start up a uh, path to glory. Yeah, totally. I definitely want to do that. I want to get it going, and I want to like commit to it. Mm-hmm. Um. I got to sit down and read the actual rules, but everyone, everyone I know who's playing it is like, it's actually really fun now. They really fixed the rules, so it's fun. I'm like, well, then let's play. Yeah, there's a pretty dedicated AOS group up there, so it wouldn't be hard to find people to True. join. To join. Yeah. All right, so we've been yapping and yapping about all sorts of stuff already. Gosh, this is going to be a mess of an episode. All right, don't forget the Patreon sponsors, those people who think this show is actually worth money, those crazy people. And, and, um, those include our associate producers, Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, Jake C., our executive producers, Colin Miller, Tyler McDonald, Scott Milne. Guys, uh, and I did send out for a producer's meeting info that we're, we are definitely having a producer's meeting next week, probably Thursday, and I haven't heard back from a lot of people, but uh, I would, guys, if you're listening, check your messages on the Patreon page because I definitely want to get all of your guys' opinions and let you know what's coming up. Uh, I think we mentioned our newest patron, Brian Kennedy. He is still the newest patron, so that is a thing. And then um, uh, I want to thank, like I said, everyone who is a Patreon patron, past, present, and if you're thinking about signing up in the future, thank you all for making this show possible. Um, now we we lost a lot of voicemails uh, on the on that we didn't lose them, but they went to the ether when we lost the first episode. So mm-hmm. I'm going to play some of them. Here's the thing: we have uh, what is it? One? I think this is all of them. I don't I don't think I missed any of the ones that were played. I'm trying to figure out which ones we played and which ones we didn't last time. Um, so if I missed your episode, I just want you to know. That I apologize for missing, or not your episode, but if I missed your call or if it didn't get on here, because um, I, I don't remember which ones we played and which ones we didn't, but I have this list. So I'm going to play all the ones that I think. We, so if I didn't get yours and you really wanted to be on the air, just let me know. I'll go back and get it. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to do that with one of these right now. But uh, first call, uh, Mike from Colorado. So here we go. Hey, Garage Hammer. This is Mike from Colorado. Hey, I just got done listening to your episode about Otrek and really enjoyed it. I love the old stuff coming back. Love you guys talking about it. Brought back a lot of memories of those series when I read them back in the day that I forgot a lot about. I actually forgot about Felix and the whole way that ended. Um, I'm loving the new books. Um, I would love you guys to keep doing this. Love Malice Dark Blade. Uh, I think that was mentioned as another. That would be a great series because that story is crazy itself. So anyway, thank you again for everything you're doing in the show. Love it. Keep up the great work. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you, Mike from Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, Next, 
One new listener just started listening, so let's play this one. Hey there, James and Chris. Uh, new listener, I just stopped, started listening. I got through a few dozen of your shows now, and I love it. Uh, I've been out of the hobby for about 10, 12 years now, and I'm just getting back into it. Had a brand new daughter enter into our family, and so I've had a lot of time to listen while I'm rocking her. And it's been a wonderful companion. Thank you so much for doing the show, for having so much fun, and for not taking anything too seriously. Hope you guys last forever. <laughs> Talk to you again soon. I hope I last forever, too. Yeah. Well, maybe not forever. Uh, we, yeah. we want to be like Vlad and Manfred hosting a podcast. Oh, I'd totally be the old, the old vampire, 900-year-old <laughs> Methuselah. I remember 7th edition, and we're like in the 90th edition AOS. I'm, I'm up for it. I don't care. <laughs> but, uh, no, I love it. I love it. Okay, so, oh, and I think he called back. I think this is it. So, hold on. Oh, and one more thing I forgot to say. Your lore episodes are so much fun. Please keep doing those. <clears throat> all right. That's all. Have a good time, y'all. Cool boy gets for life. Cruel boy gets? Nah, <laughs> cruel boy oryx, not them gets. Although I'm going to, yeah. You got those little gets. Oh, goodness gracious me. Here we go. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and he's right. Cruel boys are awesome, as we will be talking about later in the episode. Yeah. Because I am in love with that army. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend we're not holding hands anymore. We are in a full-on relationship. This is my army right now. <laughs> this is not. Uh, I mean, granted, when uh, when the new Night Haunt book comes out, I have yeah. to check it out. Like, I, well, I can't not check it out. It's Night Haunt. I've been playing them for a while, and I really enjoy that okay, army. I'm excited for that one. But right now, I am in a very orky relationship, and I'm not going to lie. So let's see. What else do we got? Oh, here we go. This is Kenny from the Quad Cities area in Iowa. Hello, Dave. My name is Kenny. I'm from the Quad Cities area in uh, Iowa. I'm calling from episode 238, the Cities of Sigmar first uh, lore episode. If you're wondering why I'm calling from there, it's because I've spent the last three months slowly going through your backlog, starting from the end times. Oh, I first found mistake. your show when you did the Stormcast lore part one episode, and you talked about how end times was your best content. I love the Stormcast episodes, and so I decided, what the heck, I'd go back and listen to the end times. After that, I was hooked, and I've been slowly working my way through your backlog. I'm a mailman. I'm outside all day, walking around, pretty much by myself. So uh, your voice has been what has kept me uh, sane through this winter. I wanted to say thank you for such a great show. Thank you for all your coverage. And... Uh, hello to Alex. Um, I haven't gotten to the most recent episodes yet, but I see that he is no longer a co-host. And I'm sorry uh, I, I missed him. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, and have a good day. Oh, I am I am in this guy's ears eight hours a day while he's delivering mail. 
I, I'm sorry. That that's a poor life choice right there. But I am flattered and I am appreciative and I'm glad you're listening. I suppose there's worse things. And dude, he's going through the back catalog. At least he's going through the back catalog starting at the end times. You could be like Matt, the my uh, the friend of the show, Matt, who I talk to all the time on Facebook Messenger, and he's the guy who's given me all the tips on uh, on uh, how to do my uh, the printing, the printing, mm-hmm. and I he went back and like started from the beginning, and I'm just like, oh, you need to skip up to at least like episode thirty, like that first year was rough. <laughs> I went back and was like, I wonder. And I was like, nope, this sucks. Like, we didn't know what we were doing. I put a lot of effort into something that was very mediocre. Um, But, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I'm glad they're listening. That's the best. So, okay, we got someone calling from Canada next. Hi, Dave. Hi, Chris. This is Leo calling from the sunny beaches of Canada. I'm calling at an ungodly hour because I work overnight and I just listened to your Tyrion and Teclas episode. Just wanted to make a little request that you guys do get into Who's the Real Phoenix Games at the end time. Uh, Mail Kiss, I thought it was one of the best uh, parts of the story that he was the true Phoenix King. I can tell that Chris disagreed. I would love for you guys to debate it. Uh, bonus points if you can get Drag Barnett back out and maybe you and have another you know, debate over who's the real elf. That might convince me to be a Patreon. Just kidding. Love you guys regardless. Um... My second voicemail, the first one I left around American Thanksgiving, you said you were busy, didn't make it on the air, no problem. I, as a Canadian, I'm too polite to tell you it's six weeks late, though. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my homegirl, Lindsay. Oh, I think that cut off. I think that was the end of the call. Yeah, that was the end of the call. Now, that was Chris from Canada, who left one around the time of... Canadian Thanksgiving and uh, are did he say Canadian or American Thanksgiving? I'm looking at the number. Hold on. Because I don't want. Here we go. You know what? I am not going to miss someone who actually called me out on missing it because it was crazy busy. So here you go. Just for you. Because I don't delete the old voicemails. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, here is his original voicemail around Thanksgiving. Nice. Hey, Dave and Chris. This is Leo calling from Ontario in the sunny beaches of Canada. I found your show this summer. I've been keeping up with the recent episodes while checking out your back catalogs. I'm working on night shifts. I uh, just want to say, coincidentally, Garage Hammer started right when I stopped following Warhammer Fantasy in the middle of the edition when I was younger. It's been such an amazing history lesson of what I've missed over the years. I got to miss all of the story for the end times. I got into AOS in second edition when it was a little more developed. Honestly, based on your commentary, I feel like my timing has been just perfect. Although, for the record, there's a ton of great lore in the end times. I'm super glad I got to learn it from your show. Anyways, I'd like to call in an entry for your contest about who I'd like to live as in the mortal realms. My answer, perhaps the answer, is obvious to me. It's the fungoid cave shaman from the Gloom Spike Gets. First of all, that name is just fun to say. But beyond that, if you read the lore entry in the Gloomspite Battle film, it's clear that they get to enjoy all the benefits of being a grot and a shaman with none of the downsides. On page 29, it says, They have a great deal of influence, and vast hordes of greenskins assemble to hear them speak. The cave shamans are seen as the most pieces of work, not only by grots, but also oryx, ogres, trogus, and guardians. This status nearly always saves them from a brutal wall of pain. 
So basically, they're celebrities for all of destruction, and if your name isn't Snazgar's Tink Mullet, you're probably not dead. They also don't have to worry about accidentally eating a madcap toadstool instead of a madcap mushroom and dying. No fungus will hurt them because they are a fungus. They just party all day, eating crazy magic mushrooms, and come up with whatever they want for a battle plan. Everyone loves it. They go along with it. They plan whole wars around this nonsense. It's amazing. You just can't go wrong. So there you have it. Clearly all benefits, no downsides, and I have not cherry-picked any of this lore at all. Plus, currently, in maybe the weakest yet still best faction of Age of Sigmar, they actually have some decent rules with the 4-plus word save and the extra command point on the 4-plus each turn. Okay, Shaman are living the best lives in the mortal realm, for sure. Before I finish, as a quick aside, I wanted to say, your endearing homebrew commercial, coupled with my need for paint racks, led me to order some from Six Squared Studios. Yes! And when my package came in only a couple days later, I was pleasantly surprised to find out they're based in the city I was born in, and I'm still in the same region, only about a half hour drive away. I ended up having to email Kevin. Due to a severe lack of imagination on my part, I could not figure out that the paint pots went in lid first, after some attempts to jam them in there, I reached out to Kevin and he kindly helped me out. It ended up being a great quality paint rack. I may end up playing a little bit of Age of Sigmar with the Six Square guy sometimes, so thanks so much for the little Canadian community connection. Thought you might want to hear that. Okay, well, all I've got left to say is that I'm really enjoying the new content with Chris 3. He's got a fun and casual demeanor, and you guys are building up some good chemistry. Chris keep coming out. <laughs> thanks again for all you do, and say hello to my compatriot, Lindsay, for me. She was born in the same town as me, after all, eh? <laughs> all right, thanks. And he hit the three minutes there, so at three minutes it cuts you off. But wow. that was great. Uh, I'm, I, I don't even know how I missed that. Like, I don't remember hearing that even. Hmm. And it did say transcript not available for some reason, and a lot of time when it says transcript not available, it's because I got, it's like some sort of weird, you know, service calling. So yeah. that might have been why I missed it. Um, but he ordered from Six Squared, and he's near there, and they have a whole section to go play games in. So, like, he might have a, a game place to play now, too. That's so, so cool. I think that's kind of awesome. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, there you go, Leo. I got both of your calls in because if you really leave that message, I really do want to play it. Now, we've been doing this forever. We have one. This one came in, like, today. No, yesterday. That's right, yesterday. Um, no, this morning. Yeah, it was this morning. Okay, this one came in this morning. One last call. This is Kenny from Iowa. So I think we already talked. Yeah, we talked to Kenny from Iowa. He called like two weeks ago, uh, or not even two weeks ago, but he's calling again, and he's got something going on. So let's hear this one, and then we'll take a break, come back, and we are going to do basically the whole episode's a toolbox because our, our prepping for Adepticon and things we're going to be doing is basically toolboxy, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's do this last one. Hello, Dave. What? Uh -oh. Hello, Dave. This is Kenny from Iowa. I'm calling to you from episode 256, still marching forward in my quest to listen to all of your Age of Sigmar backlog. I'm calling because I just listened to Alex's uh, final episode. I don't know if he comes back as a guest or not, but after listening to him basically keep me company for the last... 60 days for eight hours a day i wanted to say thank you to him i don't know if you're still in touch with him or not but uh listening to you too has really kept me going during this winter and i'm sorry to see him go but i'm totally glad that he's going to spend more time with his family i know i'm uh, basically a year late on this but i just want to let you know that 
Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. Hello. 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 You say that hello so fast, it always catches me up. We are back. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What what is happening? Ah. Uh. All right. Toolbox brought to you by... (laughs) You know what I did before we even get into this? What's up? Uh, I use the AOS app. And I never, like, I use the, you know, to, and I make lists and stuff. But a lot of times I just use it to look up stats when I'm too lazy to go dig up a book. Sure. And I was sitting there last weekend, for those who, you know, like everybody, because nobody would know this. But um, uh, about eight of us got together and just played Warhammer all weekend. Like rented a a house. Not me. Sniff, sniff. (laughs) 
<laughs> this was set up way before that stuff. <laughs> but um, it was uh, it was it was a cool time. And you know everybody is vaxxed, and everyone who took took tests. You know we got a check right before we left a fast check, so we were playing it safe. That's cool. Um, but it was a weekend of uh, you know Kill Team mm-hmm. and Age of Sigmar and watching movies and playing some other smaller board games. I played a game called I think it's Don't Look Back. Hmm, I don't know that one. It's a it's a miniatures game. It's a cooperative miniatures game where. Uh, you're a bunch of campers, and mm. and you're trying to survive and get out of the game before the murderer. G- it's basically Friday the Thirteenth, the game. Yeah, that's and cool. you're and it was amazing. But that's not the point. Uh, the point is, I uh, I started using the app and realized, you know what, I've never done because they had the new app and they oh, said it codes. was in beta. I've never put in a code. And mm-hmm. I only had my Oruk War Clan book with me. So I was like, I tried to open up the battalions and couldn't. I'm like, wait a minute, code. So I, I yeah. actually entered a code for the first time and unlocked the bonus content. Yes. And, oh, it is so nice to have it's all like, that it's stuff. Like, I, I use this app constantly. Yep. It's fantastic. Um, I was loving it. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So why don't we talk some uh, some hobby? Yeah, why don't we talk some hobby? And you know, it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't know how everyone else's brain works, but mine is continuously occupied with Warhammer. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I you 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 are one of these people who eat and sleep and breathe Warhammer. Yeah. it's it's kind of frightening. It is like you are always cranking out armies. You are always painting like. Mm-hmm. Your hobby budget is it must be kind of amazing, but actually, I mean, all your kids are grown and stuff like that. It's not like you got to do. What else am I going to do? Hey, what is a hobby? The mm-hmm. definition of a hobby is a way to spend all your free time and extra money. Yeah, that's what there it you is. <laughs> and and yeah. you, you crank stuff out. So, yeah, it's it's so much fun. So continue, please. When I, and so I, I don't know, like. I that's why with the app now on my phone I can just, con- just continuously write army lists, research ideas, just come up with stuff, you know. And I, I, I like, I'm also bad with. I know how you're like you were saying that like you focus on your cruel boys army. That's what you do. I will I will like play an army once and like okay I'm done with that army now and I'll com- play a completely different faction in the next game. Like it's hard for me to focus on one particular faction much less army list so so i've so this week i've been working on uh beasts of chaos and slaves of darkness and um i sort of pulled out i had a box (laughs) in my closet that was just jammed full of models just from ages ago painted stuff mostly painted stuff not painted stuff and it was all it was all chaos stuff. So I dug out like, like, uh, like all my all my mortals, all my uh, right, like like my mortal army, my slaves to darkness. I've got. I found I have like twenty corn halberdiers, like warriors. Okay. I have I have like ten Nurgle guys with swords and shields. Now is I've this got, painted stuff? This is all painted stuff. 
Okay, so you're just well. That is true. We've gone through this a couple episodes ago. You have mm-hmm. almost every army. Yeah, and a lot of it's painted. So you can do this, though. You can just mm-hmm. go and be like, "I'm going to play two games with this, and then mm-hmm. my go where my fancy takes me." I exactly. Only, yeah, I only have like three armies. Right. I had a lot. I had to, I had to downsize. I can't I can't <laughs> imagine the size. I haven't been to your to see your hobby closet room. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, you know, addition to your house. You I, know, <sighs> like my closet in this office I'm in is just it's packed full of army cases, just full of painted. I mean, I got a Tomb Kings army in there. I've got old Dark Elf army in there. I've got awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah. So I actually dug out. Uh, I I had commissioned a while ago. You know, um, Wayne Kemp used to podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, English guy. He actually did a model for me. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a it's a Nurgle themed uh, uh, war shrine. Uh huh. And I dug that out of that box, <laughs> and I had to rebase it because now it's on a circle base. So that's going to be part of this army. I yeah. So I painted. Um, I painted. Uh, some ungore with uh, spears and shields, and then I painted some ungore with bows. Uh-huh. I thought they'd be because I thought they'd be good additions to sort of any chaos army. Because I always find myself with like seventy points left over or ninety points left over. Like, what do you want to spend it on? So I thought it'd be a good idea to paint up some stuff like that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and then I actually. Uh, Started painting. I, I'm almost done with it. This uh, I painted a Warcry model. This uh, this Fomoroid Crusher. Yeah, that's a cool model. Yeah, I'm almost done with it. It's a hundred points, so that's another easy thing to slot into any sort of chaos army. Plus, it's a monster, which helps with you know missions and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So very very fun. Oh, and I've got then I started thinking about my Stormcast again. I really want to do a Hallowed Knights army. So I got Gardas, uh, Gardas Steel Soul's new model. I put him together. That guy's awesome. And then I got, uh, I found at Grognard Games, uh, <laughs> in the in the used section, I found a Knight Heraldor. So I got him. I don't, I'd never had that guy, so figured what the heck. Nice. Yeah. I'm waiting to paint those. So it's been... It's been busy here painting, mostly Beastmen. <laughs> yeah, I have not had a chance to go through and look at all of that, um, all of the stuff for that, like all of the new Beastmen stuff in, mm-hmm. the, in the White Dwarf. Yeah. But they boy, oh boy, you... They basically you said... re-released the Beastmen army book in the latest White Dwarf. I mean, it's super cool. That's... that. You know what? That's great. Like, here's a tie you over until we get to that book, which mm-hmm. now the only sad thing is now that they've done that, what's the rush to get to that book? So then I know there are people yeah. who are annoyed about that because of that exact reason. The why are we, you know, why did you just do that? But right. I'm all about uh, getting some some updates like that. Yeah. So yeah, the new that was the last white dwarf was an update to the Ostiarch Bone Reapers book, and then this latest uh, issue was the Beastmen. So they got the they got a new war scroll for the the Herdstone, and um, they got their uh, own um, like monstrous rampages. Yeah, they got some of that stuff super cool. That because you got yeah. So now 
this is something that's interesting is you're starting to see uh, if you have a monster in your army, yeah, it is getting a specific you can choose this thing for your monster's thing during the monstrous rampage uh, mm-hmm. uh, phase. And which, it seems very very appropriate for Beastmen to have that because there's so many monsters in that book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. I got to go pick mine up from Grognards. I, I, I may go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I got to go out. I got to go out anyway, so I might as well just make the trek down there. Plus, I got to pick up the thing I ordered, so ah. I got to go. Nice. Yeah. I, I've i actually had so much trouble getting down there that my last order was was large enough that I would get the free shipping, and I just had them ship it. <laughs> And I, I mean, they they mailed it. Then it got here like the next day because they're oh, like cool. an hour away. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to order over a hundred dollars for free shipping, but Grognards mm. will ship stuff all over the What'd country. What'd you get? Um, when I did my order last time. Yeah. Oh, I just ordered a. I ordered a bunch of stuff. I don't even remember what it was, <laughs> but it was. Uh, I I could not get out and go, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I need these things, and so just ordered. I, I'm guessing it was a bunch of cruel boy stuff because okay, you know that that's that's the sitch right that's what, oh yeah it was in fact it was some cruel boy stuff and it was two boxes of uh, harlequins those two boxes oh, of harlequins sure. that for, yep. so that I could play kill team yep you know, yeah they just took it they just took a trade in on a dominion half of cruel boys dominion half at Grognard. Uh, yeah, and it's there, and it's it's, there. it's worth it if you want it, folks, because the cruel boys are awesome. I literally don't think I need another model for that army. Like, I think okay. I've got literally everything I need. Nice. Like, I've got way more than 2,000 points, and I mm-hmm. think the only thing I don't have is I've got Swamp Boss, Scumdreck, Slip Slap, Scoop Snatch, guy, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, I, and I don't have the, the, I don't have two of them. Oh, so, so I don't the have generic the generic I don't have the generic. I also don't have the generic vulture. Mm-hmm. Although uh, my buddy Matt, he's like, well, if you if you want to run one and see what you think, like if I would ever run two, because mm-hmm. if it's not in a tournament, and let's face it, I haven't been to many tournaments, I could always run, you know, the mouth of Mork and be yeah. like, eh, he's the other guy. But yeah, sure. he actually sent me he he he. He got a alternate version and printed up a vault, and it's actually pretty pretty rad. It's not oh, as big, so, so, yeah. but it's another vulture. It's close mm. and it's really cool. And it was like, oh, thank you. And nice. so I can actually run it and see how I like it. And if I wanted to do that for a tournament, I could always just pick up the other one. But sure. that's literally the only things I don't have are the alternate, <laughs> the all the you know the the yeah. second version of those. Cool. Um. So that's what I ordered, but I am going to go pick up. Are we? Did you finish all of your hobby stuff? I don't want to jump in on your. I think that's all the Warhammer stuff. Oh, what uh, else? Are you doing? What else did I do? Oh, I found, you know, the old, the old beasts of Nurgle, the old metal ones. Yes, I found, I found two of those used at Grognard Games. <laughs> I have one of the old ones. I thought it'd be cool to like match all mine. So okay, you know what I was doing before they re-released all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is when I was actually starting to build a Nurgle army, and I didn't want to build it until I had everything I wanted, and then I never got it, and then I didn't build it because I'm that kind of a putz. Mm-hmm. But what I was doing was they, they released those really nice, great unclean ones, and it was before they released the giant yeah. plastic great unclean one when you had to buy the Forge World great unclean one. Yeah, okay. that thing's massive. Yeah. And it's basically just about the same size as the 
the new one that's out, the plastic one. Mm-hmm. But I did not care for the uh, Beasts and Urgle models that they had at that time. So what I was doing was everybody was buying the big Papa Nurgle monster because nobody wanted to run the great, the old great unclean one, the little yeah, metal the ones. Guy. Yeah, I got him. I had like four of them. And I was running okay. those as the Beasts of Nurgle. Like, because oh. it was about the same base size. Because remember how small the yeah. old greater demons were? Tiny. Yeah. And so I was running, I was buying them used from people who were just dumping them because the, they were buying the, the new, the, the large base one. Yeah. And so I was buying them and using, that. those were going to be my Beasts of Nurgle, which oh, were like just idea. little mini. Mm-hmm. Little mini unclean ones. Right. And and then they fit better and they looked better because I, I was not a fan. Even the new ones, I'm not the biggest fan of. Like, I like yeah. them, but I'm not the biggest fan of the Beast of Nurgle models. Yeah. Although their lore is, I think, my favorite lore in the Nurgle book. Yeah, it's good. They're like puppies. Right. They're Nurgle Just craving puppies. attention. Yeah, they kill you with their kindness. <laughs> it's just dumb, but it's fantastic. So... Yeah, so um, I, uh, I've i been painting my Cruel Boys, mm-hmm. and I'm just doing the 40 Gut Rippas right now. Like, I'm just trying to get through them, yeah. um, and I'm just kind of plugging away. When I need That's a break, excellent. I'm going to do some of the characters, but I've actually got a list done that I like, mm-hmm. so it's like I can paint to a list now. So it's like I can have a goal in sight. Yeah. Because um, if I actually paint to my list, there's still like 10 gut rippers and another 20 or th- or 30 uh, hobgrots that won't get necessarily painted right away. Mm-hmm. A couple of the character models because I got like two or three of the Dominion sets, right? Yeah. Or I got two. Di- or I got two Dominion sets and I got a little side thing. So I've got like a couple of the killer bosses on foot. I don't need to paint every killer boss on foot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I can paint my list, which makes me happy. So what's your list? Okay. This is the list, this is the list you brought to the games weekend. It, well, no, it is not the list I brought to the game weekend, although we will talk about that. Um, but it is the what I decided to do with after I played a bunch of games. This mm-hmm. was close to the list I played with you, um, but with a few a few adjustments and um, so here's what here's what I'm gonna be running. Okay. Okay. Uh, my general is the killer boss on Great Nash Tooth. So he's the guy that comes in the Dominion box on the on the beast. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's better than the guy on foot simply because he moves twice as far. And mm-hmm. um, they, it, it's just that potential for that more damage. Like, And plus it's such a sweet model. Right? Right. So yeah. to save the 60 or 70 points to put him on foot and slow him down and lose, a, lose you know, some of the the extra bonus stuff i just want to keep him on on that if i can uh, that is honestly that was a sweet model decision cuz when i was reworking the list i thought i had to take him off and i was sad but i was going to do it cuz i didn't have much of a choice mm-hmm. you know um and uh wait a minute what is that that's nonsense okay uh gobsprack the mouth of yep. mork um, I like this. It's a good, it's a cool model. Mm-hmm. He's got some cool abilities. He's worth being on. Um, his spell is great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, his particular spell, wait, what is... Uh, summon Boggy Mist. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's, that is not, I mean, plus they only have like four spells on their, in their spell 
uh, list, which I I think is kind of lame, but you know it is what it is. They got four spells, um, but that summon Boggy Mist is really cool, especially if you're trying to set up. And for those of you who don't know what it is, on a seven, my whole army gets plus one to charge, and your whole army gets minus one to charge. Yeah, just the whole battlefield. Yeah. And this is the cool thing. As I was playing with my army, I realized what this is. Um, there are some buffs that I can give myself, a little bit of buffs that I can give myself, um, but a lot of it is debuffing you guys. It's like we're playing in the swamp and we're cheating. Yeah. And so you're not used to fighting in the swamp. You're not used to fighting us, and we are set up, and that goes to their lore completely. Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of the debuff mechanics in Warhammer. Like back in the mm-hmm. last, you know, the last eighth edition, I used to play uh, Lore of Shadow a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was full of debuffs. You know, you're minus one strength, you're minus one toughness, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, an unused um, tactic, I think. Right. And then I got Swamp Boss Scumdreck. Mm-hmm. On the snatch uh, beasts, litchy snatch, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, their names are so goofy, and they all sound gross. And I know they're supposed to, but it's just yeah. it can be taken so many wrong ways. Um, he's five points more than the than the unnamed character, right? And it's probably the best spent five points in the game. Like it yeah. really is. When you well, he look, gets the he gets the betmaster rule, right? The bet the betmaster thing is is okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to have a unit of Hobgrots with it to use it, and then you pick another unit. And if that unit is the first unit that's wiped out, then you get uh, an extra triumph. An extra triumph, and it has to be used by either him or that unit of Hobgrots. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, some people think that that's forcing you to take an eighty-point unit, so it effectively makes this guy. 400 points instead of 320. Well, no, because you know. can pick one friendly Hobgrot unit. I thought you had to take the Hobgrot unit to take this guy. It doesn't say that. It says if this unit's part of your army after deployment but before the first battle, you can pick one friendly unit of Hobgrots to be the count and crew. You cannot pick this unit or the count and crew to be the bet. Mm. It doesn't say you have to pick because uh, because you can do it. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. well, you don't have to, which means if you don't have Hobgrots, yeah. Because it's a can, not a must. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. So he's got the snatch and grab, which they both have, which mm-hmm. is you pick an enemy with a wounds characteristic of seven or less that does not have a mount within three inches, roll 2d6. If it's uh, And for the normal guy, if it's greater than their wounds characteristic, that model is slain. Mm-hmm. So you could actually, with 2d6, you could take out characters on yeah. foot. Yep. Um, he's the expert snatch and grab. So his five points not only get you that bet master, but it also gets you that's on an equal to or greater than the wounds characteristic. Yeah. So that boosts your chance to get that for that five points. Um, the other bonus that he gets, he gets one more wound, which is a big deal, actually. Yeah. One yeah. more wound is something. He also has he has a di- he has some different attacks. But um, I think that extra wound for five points and the getting that one model on a on a on a one better roll, that's kind of big, you know. Yeah, I mean it's only five points for God's sakes. His rider gets uh, uh, the noisome bite 
that the that the mount does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the damage it's a pl- it's like damage is D three plus four down to D three plus one, whereas on the generic guy it's D three plus three down to D three. Right. So it's plus one damage for his mount. I mean, that's all of these things for five points. Yeah. Yeah. The only difference is the other guy has a different weapon, which is actually one less attack, but one higher damage. So instead of four attacks at damage two, that guy's got three attacks at damage three. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that he's got that this guy doesn't. Um, for five points, that's amazing. Plus... His whole thing is, you know, sixes give you whatever your damage is in mortals. Right. This guy adds one to the number of that. So that's on fives? So, no, 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 no. No. If it's two damage, oh. now it's three damage. So oh, right. instead of doing two mortals, it does three more. It adds one to right. the number of mortal wounds it does. The other guy does it too. So mm-hmm. either of these guys. And um, that's for any... Him and any attacking unit wholly within 12 inches. Right. So he's got a 12-inch bubble of your orcs. If he's near your orcs and you're rolling a t- bucket of attacks, yeah. and all those sixes, instead of being one damage, are right. now two damage. Immortals. So do you find yourself playing him behind your gut rippers, or do you put him on the front line just... Oh, I've always had him up on the front. Dude, he's got so many attacks. He does mm-hmm. so much damage himself. Yeah. I've rolled him up and deleted things. I've done it to you. I've rolled up and deleted units, character, big models. Like, mm-hmm. if you get lucky, especially with those sixes. Yeah. Now, if you do the thing with the wizards that bump it to a five, it doesn't yeah. do the extra mortal wound on a five. Right. That's the, it's, that. it, yeah. It does only on the sixes, but you can still boost the five and still get mortals. Like, I, and if you do that with him, it's bananas. Yeah. Because his potential damage is kind of through the roof. Mm-hmm. His potential damage, just normal damage, is what? Uh, 8, 12, uh, 16 plus D3, and then another 2. So it's, his potential damage is like 20. Yeah. He's slightly squishy. That's, you know. And all he's, of these he's got a 4-up squishy. save and 15 right. wounds. Mm-hmm. I'll take that four up save and fifteen wounds, sure. Mm-hmm. For the points, so that okay. So kill a boss, gobsprack, swamp boss, and then I got two shamans with the hot pots. Yeah, those are pretty much auto takes, I think. Two is an auto take. Honestly, if I could fit three, I'd take three. Yeah, because each of them you can dish out the, the 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 venom. The and, venom. Were you all? Were you always doing the poison? Oh, I had I haven't cast a spell with those guys yet. Right. Because you have to give up casting your spells, and then you do the poison. The one thing I haven't done, which I need to remember they can do, is you can also... Um, I mean, they have the same spell as Gobsprack, Summon Boggy Mist. They yeah, the the sum, they can do the Summon Boggy Mist, and they know a spell from the lore. And the spells from the lore aren't bad, Mm-mm. but it's it's the it's giving them the poison. So the venom-encrusted right. weapons work on five. But you can also give them the elixir, which add plus one to the save rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't... Did you, have you ever done that? Have you no, ever but I need elixir? to remember yeah. to do that. I need yeah, to remember you that. Might, you might want to at some point. It's in your hero phase. You got to do it in the in the hero. Wait, is it in the... 
Which has to be, and you have to be yeah. more than three from enemy units. So it's like. Well, I just keep him behind. I'm not fighting with him. Mm-hmm. I just keep him right behind the unit. Sure. He has to be more than three from the, an enemy yeah, unit. Right. Yeah. Yep. So I've got him, you know, handing it off to whomever he needs to hand it off to, the two of them. But Gut Rip is suddenly saving on fours. Like if you're fighting something and you're like, okay, I'm kind of whittling it down, but I need to not die. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad plan. So I got two of those. Those are my yep. heroes, okay? Sure. Yep. Then I got two units of 10 Gut Rippas and one unit of 20. Yeah. I, had that's a good, I, think, I think that's a good mix. It's a sweet mix. I had four units of 10. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking with my buddy Fenske, and Fenske's like, you should really put those two as a 20. Mm-hmm. He goes... Because there's going to be an objective at some point where you're going to need a ton of guys just sitting on it. That's your that's your main unit to go grab the center objective or Grab whatever. the objective, plus it's their that whole ability they have during... And this is, again, at the start of the charge phase. If I'm more than three inches from an enemy, mm-hmm. right... I can pick an enemy unit within 12 inches. That's not a hero or a monster and roll 2d6. Okay. Yep. This is their scare tactics. Ability. Right. And then I get to add one for every five models in the unit. So that bulky unit suddenly gets a lot. If it's equal to mm-hmm. or greater than their bravery, well, a 20-man unit, I start off with a plus four to the roll. But, I, I mean, even if I lose a couple, I'm at plus three. And I just got to roll your bravery. Minus one to hit rolls for attacks made by that enemy unit er, uh if it targets this unit and it's yep. at the start of the charge phase so if i'm going to charge them mm-hmm. i can pick them scare them charge into them and then suddenly they're minus one to hit or if i think they're going to charge me i could be like you're minus one to hit me and then they might be rethinking who they're going to attack yeah okay once again it's debuffing yeah mechanic which minus is, one to hit cool. then i play the bug boys the mm-hmm. skull bugs Right, they're my chosen unit. So, when an enemy unit is picked to fight, if it's within three units of this unit, I roll a dice, and on a six up, they're minus one to hit. Yeah. So they could be minus two. Well, I don't to think hit. you can. You think you can't stack. Sure, you can. Uh, you can't stack. You can't stack the saves. I. I don't. Saves think can only can. go up or down one or two. Why couldn't you? It's di- it's two different rules. I don't think you can stack minuses to hit. It's in the. It's in the. Is it? I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Is it? I Where just is it? it? I I looked it up. Is it really? Where is that? Tell me where that is, because I didn't. I I I never actually got them doubled down. I kept forgetting to use it. Mm-hmm. But where does it say you can't do that? Oh, I looked it up. Okay. Well, if you find it, let me know because I don't want to. I don't want to start with the cheater phase. Right. But uh, you know, I could have sworn that you can. That the, if it's different rules, they can stack. I know you can't with the saves, right? So you can you can't ever get more than plus or minus one to hit, or plus or minus. Where's one that? To wound. Where is that? It's in the. God dang it! Well, I'm saying because I got the rule book in front of me. Tell me where it is so I can see it and I can make sure. <laughs> I'm using the I'm using the app right now. The app. <laughs> well, what rule number is it? I'm. It's like. I want to say it's like. It's got to be listed. It is. Well, I'm going to move on because this makes for great radio. I know, right? Maybe we should take a break. No, nah, just find, look at it while I'm doing <laughs> this other thing. Okay. So then okay, I got go 10 Slittas because yep. I like to keep them with him anyway. Mm-hmm. And then this is what I added because I had the B-Skewer kill bow. I don't use a lot of the shooting. I'm not one of those guys who takes a bunch of guys with those bows. That's mm-hmm. not my game. The kill bow was fun 
and it sort of distracted people. They were afraid of it, but I never got to do more than like four or five wounds with it, and I never yeah. got the six to hit to get the mortals. Yep. You know? So what I did was I took that out, and I took I think, out- I think if you're going to take one of those, you need to take two. Yeah, and I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I took a marsh crawl of Slogoth. Yeah. Because now that guy, all units wholly within 18 inches are plus one to hit. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm plus one to hit. I'm near him. If I'm also near Swamp Boss Scumdrek, I'm Here, plus I got one it. It's a, it's a real 13.3. 13.3. Well, that thing, well, okay, so the scare tactics can be, well, I can still double it up and still, I mean, not double it up to use it, but I can still. Yes. Yeah, you can still double it up. Cannot can be modified more bored. than plus one or minus. Oh wait, you know what it is? Okay, that's that's the that's the. This is what we were talking about. I can still do it. I can stack it. Yes. But I only get. I will only get the plus or minus one. But if Correct. if if I give you a minus one to hit and another minus one to hit, mm-hmm. if you find something to give yourself plus one to hit, you're still at mm-hmm. minus one to hit. Like I Correct. can I can use that extra to negate. That's what we were talking about. That's right. You can't you can stack them. You just can't use more than the plus one. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. Sorry. Once again, this is a show that loves the lore. I don't know the rules. But the only thing that. The only thing I could do that with it says get more than minus one is rend. Okay, 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 okay. Right, right, right. So yeah, that's why I stay. That's why save stacking is controversial. So this is wonderful because here we are talking about this for ten minutes and figuring out the rules on the air. This is why this is quality <laughs> garage hammer entertainment. Hey, but think how many people don't know that and now they do. Yeah. So, so yeah, I go. was confused. I thought you could stack them and just use them, but it's no, you can stack them, but you can't use them more than one. But it actually, a lot of people get plus ones to hit. Absolutely. And if I and can they, get you minus one, that's even, and then I get another mm-hmm. minus one. Now I'm, now I'm the captain. Now. That's right. As long as you, if you can get your rolls mm-hmm. back to anywhere around even, that because there's a lot of, te- you know, people that are like they just roll up, they get their plus one hit, plus one wound. Now they're hitting on twos, wounding on twos, and that's their whole thing. Right. But these guys have ways to make it, no, 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 no. Now you're minus two to hit me, so now you're on your regular threes. Right. And here I am. And here I am doing mortals on five. I'm near Swamp Boss, so the mortals on sixes are doing the plus one, the extra wound. I'm plus one to hit. Dude, plus one to hit with an 18 of that slogoth? Yeah. That means that my killer boss is hitting on twos. That means that Scumdrek is hitting on twos. That right. means the gut rippers are hitting on threes. Like suddenly I'm doing well. And then you know, suddenly I'm looking at this list going, "Oh my god." Like it there, there's there's not a it's like, "Oh, they don't do a ton, but all of a sudden these things add up." You know, and then I'm throwing in what is it? Uh so the Marsh Crawler Slogoth. Let's talk about him for a second. Yeah. So he's like a. He's kind of. I'm sorry, Siri just heard me off my watch. <laughs> so he's kind of like a. He's kind of like a support unit, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's a uh, he's not a cheap support unit. I mean, he's uh, a hundred. He's one fifty. Yep. But he doesn't really do a lot of damage. 
right? Per no, se. four attacks with no rend, one damage yeah. uh, from the nets on top. Four attacks with one rend, two damage. But yeah. 12 wounds with a four-up save. He's only five bravery. Like, he's not sweet. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But he's, his main rule is that is that the plus one to hit. It's called crew drummer. Uh-huh. And he gets plus add one to hit for attacks made with melee weapons by friendly units wholly within 18. Yes. So you have to be so the, the key I guess is holy is a big deal with that one. Eighteen. That's not pretty, hard. Yeah. I have all twenty of my guys. They're only going to be about seven inches across. Like holy right. within eighteen. Right. The but point, if you're trying to blanket multiple parts of the battlefield with well, that guy. Yeah, but I'm not. In fact, sure. that's part of the thing with my army because I'm kind of an idiot. Is uh, I'm I'm running in with just a big ball of wah. Like I got twenty mm-hmm. in the front, ten on each side, and I'm running these couple of characters either jumping up in front with it yeah. or splitting it a bit. But he's right behind him, and honestly, twelve wounds with a four up save isn't bad. Plus, at the end of the combat phase, if there is an enemy nearby, pick an enemy model within two inches of this unit and roll a dice. If the rolls at least double that model's wounds characteristic, it is slain. Yeah. So if I can use that to break coherency on something. Sure. Especially models that are over f- units over five miles, ten models, and you got them yeah, just sort says, of. Yeah. You got it says a, model, yeah. Yeah, I can pick a model, and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, then I go in, and the reason I've got Gobsprack mm-hmm. is really for the choking mist. Okay. Okay. Cast on a seven, twenty-four inches, right? Pick a point on the battlefield within range invisible. All units within six inches are affected by choking mix till the start of your next hero phase. A unit is affected by choking mix. Subtract one for attacks down to a minimum of one, and it cannot run. So now you're not running, and you're at minus one attack. All right. So this this is a spell. Yeah. On his on his uh, on his war scroll. No, this is the lore. Oh, no, this is and a, he this knows. Is one you can, you, and you he can knows. Pick a spell, right? He doesn't have to pick a spell. He knows all the spells in this lore. Oh, gotcha. So he can throw this. In the beginning of the game, I'm throwing it across the field before you charge in. Mm-hmm. And then if I can just cast it in a way where it's not a touching my guys just behind you. Mm-hmm. Last, I mean, when I was playing this, I was catching three and four units. You're minus sure. one attack, and you can't run. So now you're minus one attack, and you're minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. You he's, know? A, he's, a, he's, a, he's a cast to... He casts two, dispel two, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, the other ones are okay. You can take a, take a unit and take away their ward rolls, an enemy unit. Mm-hmm. You can take an enemy unit, roll a die for every model in the unit on, on a sixes or a roll that's higher or equal or greater than their save characteristic. They take a mortal wound. Yeah. So your so unit's you, with so you super... Find, you, yeah. So you found yourself casting... Choking mist and summon boggy mist pretty much every turn. Sure. Well, I mean, once we got stuck in, though, because you want to get stuck in, you're orcs. Once sure. I'm stuck in, I don't have to summon boggy mist because we're stuck in. I'm not slowing you down anymore. Right. But that's a first turn absolute use. Yeah. Because then I'm dictating a little bit more of the board. This is my army. Now, I did have enough points left because this. the problem is once I took certain things out and added this in, I had like 70 points left, and I didn't want to have a 1930 list. Right. Because a list at 1930s, that, that's leaving, that seems like I'm leaving too many points on the table. Yep. So what I did was I allied in, and this was, again, my this is uh, Fenske's suggestion, Mm-hmm. Uh, Ripa Snarlfangs. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, my kill 
Where I cruel boys list, and I also have Rip his snarl fangs in it. <laughs> the three, the three underworld guys, and this is what yeah. I got to go pick up at Grognards because it's the only uh-huh. thing I don't own. Yep. The three guys from Underworlds, hey, they're they're not awesome. They are awesome. I mean, for seventy mm-hmm. points they are. But here's the thing: I'm just going to keep them in the back and try to run up and you know when when the game comes in and you start moving guys off of objectives, well, you know, because you got to go up and fight. These so, these cheeky little buggers can run up and grab objectives. So what you can do because because the, the rest of the this is I I I think what these guys do is at the beginning of the game is they go grab one right away because the cruel boys list is not blessed with speed. You know what I'm saying? True. Like so these guys move twelve. You know you. My guys you are mostly five, right. but I run them forward. But the big my 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 big beasties can move eight and ten. You know, sure. I can, I, 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 but you but can't. You don't really want to, like, let's say you go first. Do you really want to put one of your big beasties just on a forward objective, just all alone on an island while the rest of your army catches up? It depends you, like, on throw, how you, far like, those guys can run, too. You yeah, got to run you, the other guys first. Well, I mean, you could command point these guys and just, boom, you're 18 inches up. You're on the objective. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if they, and then if somebody walks up, you redeploy with these guys. I mean, now, if that's you the thing. Save them. Redeploy, by the way, um, that's something I need to learn. Redeploy mm-hmm. and retreat. Oh yeah, are things I need to remember and learn to use better. Yeah, all Maggotkin players know retreating now because Beasts of Nurgle have that down to a science because they can retreat and charge, and they can fly. So oh, nice. They do, so, they, so they get stuck in like somewhere in the middle of the battlefield, and then they retreat, and then they charge a squishy character in the back because they can. it doesn't matter if you're surrounding them. They can just fly. If you can, yeah, because that's the beauty with the retreat, too, is you, can re- you don't have to pull back. You can move nope. in any direction you need to move, you know? Yeah. Yep. That's what I was doing with my, with, uh, with my black coach. Mm-hmm. Pull a retreat, move him over near a character, and get him up there so I could do something else with him. Yeah, um, I've been looking through the war scrolls of different armies lately, and finding all the ways to do retreat and charge because it's a super powerful ability. Um, uh, God seekers and Slanish can do it yep. with uh, with a speed chaser. Uh, the, uh, obviously, Beast of Nurgle can do it. It's a killer boss. Uh, I took the command trait, slippery scumbag. He can retreat mm-hmm. and charge, and when he charges, he gets plus one on. To, I think to hit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a way you can you can get it in um, uh, stormcast armies. Uh, there's a, I think there's a mount train that you can do it with. Yeah, plus one to hit for it when he charges. So he's at mm-hmm. he's at two plus, and even if he's not near the the marsh crawler, so here's a guy that if he's charging, you don't need to keep him in that range, and he's hitting on twos. Yeah, celestial instincts in um, stormcast. Uh, you can put it on a uh, griff charger. Yep. Uh, and um, that guy's. I've been looking through that guy. That guy's a Swiss Army knife. So, the Lord Arcanum on Griff Charger. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. What can't what can't that guy do? <laughs> oh. He's a, he's a good take. But yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna see him next time we play. So, all right. <laughs> well, like I said, but that's that that there is my list. Is it perfect? Is it optimal? Is it you know? Is it that you know? I know I mean, everybody else is playing all shooting and taking the not the skull bugs. Here's the thing with the skull bugs too. Mm-hmm. It's a passive thing that works every fight throughout the game. 
Yeah. Am I rolling sixes? No, but I got two monsters on the battlefield, and if you're within three inches of them, that goes off on a four. You're yeah. minus one to hit. You no, know? that's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot happening I mean, with this army. Optimize crew voices. I mean, it's all up to what kind of player you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're a aggressive player, then this is a this is a good list. You you push it forward onto the objectives and make people remove you, and meanwhile you're debuffing them the whole time. Yep. That sounds perfect. That's Honestly, what you want to do. Outside of, I mean, I was playing Stormcast for a while, and they were different, uh, you know, with their, but it's like Stormcast are just like dwarves on crack, right? Heavy mm-hmm. armor, heavy hitting. That's what they were when they first started, when they didn't have mm-hmm. 78 units, you know? Yeah. And I love my dwarves. I love guys who are just going to stand there and take a beating and just, just pound it out. But that's what I love mm-hmm. to do. I love to run up and fight. Like yeah. if you take out the dwarf stuff and the and the Stormcast, what you had, dwarf forged armor with dwarves mm-hmm. on crack. Um, all my other armies are like horde armies. Everything I like yeah. to play. I like to play undead with tons of zombies. I like to play night haunt with tons of the uh, chain rasps. I mm-hmm. like to play. I like to put a bunch of orcs on it. When I'm if I'm gonna play orcs, I'm gonna put a ton of orcs on the field, and they're yeah. not going to stand back being all shooty. They're going to yell, here we go, here we go, and they're going to run super up. Cool. Yeah. So t- t- what games did you get in with them? Um, I got who'd, in a, who'd you play? I played against Adam, and he had he was playing uh, Slaves to Darkness list that okay. he had put together, um, and that was really fun. He came in hard, and he got in there, and he was smashing things at first, and it was it was was I was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did he have? Uh, I don't remember. He he had a lot of he had he had uh, some knights, but he had he had basically warriors. He had uh, a guy on a manticore. He had a couple of wizards, and then he had the guy who could bring in. He he had the thing where you could switch the general every turn, and then the general yeah. could bring in. Yeah, that's marauders. A, that's, that's that's a faction in the in the, that's that's what he was doing. Darkness. Yeah. And the guys are suddenly getting around me. It's like, oh, this guy's over here next. This guy's over there. I think those are the Ravagers. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. it was called. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really fun. And suddenly there was guys all over me, and it was it was cool yeah. because that's you know, it that's that to me is a fun time with stuff coming out mm-hmm. of it. He did have a nice block of the chosen, and they started cutting through stuff. Yeah. Um. So how many wizards? So the wizards. So he was. Yeah, those guys are cool buff pieces for slaves. To darkness because they have the ability called oracular visions, which gives all it gives a unit plus one armor just for nothing. They just there you go plus one armor on new chaos warrior. It's fantastic. He had some guys. He had something that the guys were bouncing uh, mortal wounds on fives or something like so that. If, so if you have a chaos warrior, if they have a rune, they have a rune shield. That's yeah. what they do. They, they just had, ignore yeah. mortals on five ups. Yeah, they ignore mortals on five ups, and he was yeah. doing. And so I'm sitting here rolling all these sixes, and he's like, "Okay, yeah. well, I've got a five up to stop him." It yeah. was a really yeah. fun match. Like, the, yeah, it's, like it's the much much overlooked chaos warriors. I think there's, I think there's some cool stuff you can do with them. I yeah, I liked it. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play against uh, a, a destruction list. Um, Fenske had. He was running a really interesting list. He had it was a gits list. Okay. And it was mostly the Boingrats and the the Riders and Fanatics. A squig, a squig herd. A lot of squigs. Some 
some uh, just regular old, uh, you know, guys with nets. The the regular. Yeah. Um, they have manglers. He had the he had uh, he had the big mangler squig. Mm-hmm. He had a general on a on a big squig, mm-hmm. and he had Kragnos. Oh sure. And Kragnos gives them all super cool buffs. Yeah. Kragnos makes that army really, and it's another. It was a giant ball of attack. Yeah. And uh, Kragnos is amazing. Like he's really did he cool. The, did he charge one of your monsters? I hope not. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> oh no. Um, and he took he took Swamp Swamp Boss Scumdrack right off the table. Oh yeah. Yeah, just boom. But what was cool was I thought I was kind of protecting some of my stuff. Mm-hmm. But that club of his has a three inch reach. Yeah. So whereas you as long as you're so he's charging in and I got my stuff there and he's hitting my unit. Mm-hmm. But the way he's positioning, he's just barely getting inside that three, like mm-hmm. with my vulture. Yeah. And so you're like, well, all of my stuff is a two-inch reach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pile in. Oh, you can't pile in because I've got these other units here that are sort of keeping you from getting any closer. Don't yeah. matter with that club, which is a straight four damage club. Right, yep. And if he does well, he's hitting you for 16 damage. It's like, oh, yeah. That guy just pops, right? Yeah. You know, yep. it's... You pretty uh, much had to feed Kragnos. Yeah, and he was just running in. Um, his main limitation is he can't fly. I mean, yeah, but you can't, you know, you're throwing spells around, and it's like he can ignore the effects of a spell. So I'm dropping mm-hmm. that minus one attack. Yeah. It's affecting everybody but him. I'm mm-hmm. not even trying to throw any other stuff at him because it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm just right. praying for sixes and mortal wounds and hoping he can't <laughs> stop them. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get, I got him, I got him down. Sure. I low, I got him low, but I never managed to get him off the table. Now, yeah. granted, he popped Scumdrack, and then I was hitting with all the other guys, and it was one of those things where I didn't really manage to roll a lot of mortals against him, mm-hmm. so it just became really difficult to take him off. Um, yeah. I did wind up losing that game, but I, I made some mistakes, and, yeah. and he knew, and Fenske's an amazing player. He, Absolutely. He knows his army, and he is good. Mm-hmm. Um. I get all credit. He, in fact, he even told me that I should retreat my vulture yeah. and get him out of there, and maybe try to go grab that objective so that I wouldn't have to lose the game. And I'm like, but the the farthest I can retreat is here. I won't be able to make it to that objective, and then you're just going to charge me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a screen, so I'm going to have to just stay here. It's going to be my turn, and I'm going to just have to pray to God that I can roll a ton of sixes and take mm-hmm. you out. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you lost the game anyway. Ah, I lost the game yeah. anyway, but I right. did have a chance. But it's it's uh, it was really it was super fun. This was cool. this was a lot of fun. I Sunday uh, we were still there, and I had a plan for a game, but it got a little late in the day, and the guy I was playing with was doing some other things. Then we were having lunch, and then it was this and that and the other. So I didn't get another game in like I wanted to. Okay. Um. So you played two games over the weekend? I played two games of that. I played a lot of these other games. I only pl- yeah. I got in two games of Age of Sigmar. Like, okay. I got in my two games on set. Like, Friday we were playing all sorts of mini games, like all sorts of smaller mm-hmm. board games. There was this Escape from the Castle game that Adam brought, which he ki- mm-hmm. he got on Kickstarter. Uh, that game is super fun. I need to get yeah. a copy of that. It's just it, That's a beer and pretzels game. Okay. And it's a cooperative game, so you're all there playing against the deck. Nice. Yeah. Um, that game was fun. Kill Team is awesome. Yeah, kill how did team you get awesome. some Kill Team in? Uh, I got in one game, did not win. Um, you played your Harlequins? Yeah. 
I just it, that game is that game is so cool because it is yeah. it's it's just each model is its own unit and it's on a small board and the guys have such here's the thing the, the Minnesota dudes these guys they know how to paint it. Yeah, so first of all, it. you're looking at armies that look sweet, and then you're looking at like, especially for these small boards, they're putting in time and painting this up, so everything looks fantastic. It's yeah. such a wonderful time to play. Yeah. Like this is going to be my new palette cleanser. Is I need to get more terrain painted. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a kill team board. I need to buy some kill team terrain sure. and get stuff painted up because y- you know when you're playing at your house and half of the train's painted and half it's kind of gray, you're like, I don't care. I just want to get in a game, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're at a game store and you're just pulling out whatever they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you have a whole table's worth of, this is all painted. And yeah. They, I, and- I went through and I went through and actually painted some kill team. Like ter- I have enough to p- field a full, you know, kill team size board with terrain, which is super fun. Cause you need a lot. Like you need to mm-hmm. kind of really put it in there. Cause you need a lot of line of sight blockers and stuff. Yeah. And then Broska's got the, Broska's got this whole thing where he just got all these walls with doors. And then he went in and like painted them up. And I, th- I'm pretty certain he did the salt, the rock salt yeah, technique. Yeah, 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 so yeah. then he scraped it all off and it's so you could see the rust and it looks so mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it, it's a little thing. But when it looks that good and that realistic, it just adds to the fun of the game. And it's it's one of those intangibles. I can't explain it. Yeah. But it absolutely 100% adds to the fun of the game when you have terrain that uh, that looks really cool. Yeah. Um it's so yeah. So how does that how does that does that lead into like painted models need to be there or are you I mean how well, is that I mean yeah you want to have painted I mean these these guys paint so well my my harlequins are not painted like I just got them and primed them and I was working on the cruel boys sure but this is something that I I mean there's only eight I only own twelve of them that's all mm-hmm. you really need you can only play eight and then I got some backups for other other loadouts yeah um. Yeah, I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. I don't think I'm gonna do the bright, the, the patchy colors because I can't find ones that I really like. But yeah. I think with these guys, I'm gonna try to do some of the fades, like light okay. to dark in the color on the legs, yeah. and see if I can learn how to paint that and not suck at it. I mean, so, you could do like just like a like a like a quarter paint scheme. You know, like the left arm. Left arm, right leg are the same, and then the right and right and, arm, and left I, leg. And are I the couldn't same. find any colors that I really loved for that. You know, mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking I, I'm going to try to do some some fades on it and just because it's only eight guys. I can practice with yeah. it. If it works, great. Great. If not, hey, I still got a kill team. That's cool. Yeah, because I'm not painting checkers on these guys. I no. realized I can't do that. That is not my that is not in my wheelhouse. Hey, they mm-hmm. come with decals. I'm going to stick some decals on them, mm-hmm. the, the little diamonds and things. And that's good enough for me. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So the new Eldari Codex goes for pre-order tomorrow. Harlequins are in there. <sighs> See, that's <laughs> this is how they get you. You have uh, you is. have you have twelve Harlequins. You know uh-huh. you could buy just a couple more things and have a thousand yeah. points. Yeah. Or what is it? Fifteen? You know, power or whatever. Twenty power. Yeah, whatever. You'd, ha- you'd have enough for a crusade game. Come on. <laughs> See, and this is how you get. This is the this is the plastic crack right here, mm-hmm. folks. That's it. Um, yeah, I'm just but- pedaling it. Sorry. <laughs> They were also they were playing some uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is a good oh, game. Yeah. It's a fun game. Lord of the Rings is a good game, and I've still I've got the a... box that the that one of our listeners sent me the the start set, and I've got it sort of half halfway painted, and yeah. I just don't I pl- play that I, enough. 
I played a ton of that when it first came out. I actually demoed that game at Adepticon one year Did for you? Games Workshop. Yeah, that game is rad. It was. We were doing the. Do you remember the Helms Deep board? Yes. I was. That was. That was me. I was there. See, and here's. And I, I was telling this. And this is. This is. This is such a me issue. Uh huh. Um, if I play a scenario out from the book, and it doesn't turn out the way the book turned out, <laughs> I feel weird. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. just weird. Um, like all the hobbits die. You're like exactly. Exactly. Wow. So we've rambled on about my hobby and my stupid list, and it's not even a. It's not even an episode. But look, it's like you know what you know. I think it's fun to do a deep dive into a on, list onto a list. I think it's a fascinating exercise. Oh, um, you know what I didn't mention is I do have two battalions in this. One mm-hmm. is just the battalion that gets you an extra command point and an extra enhancement. That's the warlord detachment. And since I had so many characters, I just took an extra artifact. Yeah. So I've got Eye Biter Ash on one guy and Beast Killer Slop on my Killer Boss. Okay. So when you run your monster up against my monster, mm-hmm. the, my Beast Killer Slop is, uh, what does that do? Uh, I'm looking for it because I don't know where it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a monster within three. Roll, it, roll, two D6, uh, roll a D6. Nothing mm-hmm. happens on a one. On a two to five, it takes D6 mortals. And on a six, it takes two D6 mortals. So I give this to my guy, and you're, he's not on a monster. It's just a great Nash tooth. But, you know, he can – that's a guy who can move quickly, get up on mm-hmm. the monsters, and as long as you don't roll a one – I mean, you got to roll a couple of dice. It's not sweet, but yeah. none of their artifacts are super powerful. Right. Then one of the shamans has eye biter ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick an enemy unit within three inches and roll a dice. On a one to two, nothing happens. On a three to four, they're minus one to hit for the rest of the phase. On a five to six, they're minus one to hit for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And so once again, I'm dropping possible more minuses to hit. Yep. Um, you know, between that and then the, basically I've got the guys in the unit to get the bonuses and then the the rest of the army is in the one drop thing. So I'm like six drops still, but sure. it's six drops instead of like, you know, 11 or 12 drops. So mm-hmm. I'll take what that. You, what do you think about in the spells for this army? Would you... You know, I know so little about endless spells. Mm-hmm. Like, I just never really... And I know they're like a toolbox that I should be mm-hmm. using, but then I'd have to drop something else again. You would. And it comes down to, okay, so maybe I drop the... the If I can find one for under 70, maybe I drop the three guys on wolves. But they're, they're that I mean, run-in like, and late grab objectives thing. Yeah. And it sounds I'm, like you could benefit from, like, the cogs, the chronomatic cogs. Okay. Because that feeds into both aspects of your list you know because you slow down time you get to cast an extra spell if you speed up time you get plus one to charge so that's can i get a plus two to charge is that's not one of the things on the list if i got that plus the spell went off because you can stack spells yeah i think i I can do that i don't know if you can stack charge distance i think uh i don't know i don't know but that that actually might how much are the cogs 50. See, the question is, do I want to drop, because I would have to eat their drop, uh, the slittas, you know, which I kind of mm-hmm. like to throw them in the way, mm-hmm. or I'd have to drop the wolves, which I am just going to buy tomorrow. Right. Um, <laughs> but those it's guys are great, think about, you know, a late thing to run in and grab objectives, and yeah. I'm already casting the two spells with him, mm-hmm. you That's know, and one. it's like I kind of need 
that I, I, I kind of use the two that I use a lot, you know? Well, then you can cast Arcane Shield or Mystic Shield or whatever it's called. Oh, that's true, too. Mystic Shield is so good. That's... Is that, plus that, one save. That's plus one to your save, yeah. Which you don't have a lot of in this list. No. Uh, see, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Maybe we mm-hmm. should. Maybe we can do this on other episodes, just talk about our list and stuff and things we're going to do. But I just, I mean, it's weird that I'm so into this, but I'm actually, you know, I've played this several times now. Like, I, like, I don't always have to look up stuff. Like, I know how yeah. things, I'm getting to the point where I know how my army works and I'm mm-hmm. not spending all this time looking things up. No, am I looking yeah. things up? Of course I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's yeah. like, at least for a lot of my, the and like, like, you know, my gut rippers, I don't have to look anything up for them. I don't have to look up stuff for the slitters. I know what they do and I know yeah. how they do it. And it's like, yeah. oof, learn my, learn a, learn a couple of these character things yeah. and I can, I can actually play a tight game too. It's like, yeah. The next, the next thing I think in gaming practice is knowing what the other armies do. So it's like what yeah. your matchups, what knowing what your matchups are. Like, okay, what happens when I put my gut rippers into that unit of vindic- vindictors? What happens? They die. It, if you've already done it a bunch of times, then you know that. So what happens if I, now I, I need to put 20 in there? Or they need to have this buff on them. If I don't have this buff on them, maybe I won't take the double turn because I, I'm not properly, I'm not ready, you know, that kind of stuff. Or I give, or give him the double turn because he, you know, or whatever, you know. If, once you start knowing the matchups, you know what you what your list can do against other units, then you start to get into the, you know, the the meat of the game. And that's where I was with. I'm not there with Age of Sigmar. I'm definitely not there. But back in Warhammer Fantasy, you know, Eighth Edition, I definitely knew all the matchups. You know. You know, and you know all the army books inside and out, and that's eventually that's if, if you know if you want to play, you know, the game at like a high tournament level, then that's what you need to do. But if you don't care right. about that stuff, then you just play. You know, but it's 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 super interesting to me, like where, you know, like how how do you want to play this game? You know, what's your objective? If you're just there to have fun, then you just play whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you're there to, you know, for tournaments, if you want to win that tournament. It's yeah, like, I. That's not my. I'm, I know it's not. I'm me never going to win either. a tournament. That's, not, you that's know? not me anymore either. Honestly, I'm happy to play. I'm there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 couple of times that I've even been at a higher table, like won your first round, or you know, yeah, you get up again, and it's you know, like mm-hmm. I. I, I that's that's I. It gets to be stressful in a way that I don't, <laughs> yeah, want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And that's like I said, that's just me. So sure. All I right, mean, listen. I, I, we yeah, should I'm take not there. A, I'm not. Yeah, sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, we should take a break because we're we're actually at that time, and we've been talking for like an hour, and we need to get um, we need to get another break in because. We got to get a third one after this. So, and we still want to talk okay. some Adepticon. So, let's get this going. And right. when we come back, we will keep going. Um, cool. Is there any more? I mean, are, I hate to cut you off, but I'm like, look at this time one. Oh my god, uh, that was rude of me. I don't mean to be rude, but no, no, I mean, fine. are we? I mean, we've pretty much wrapped most of our toolboxy talk, right? 
I think so. Well, I mean, I, I mean, we've got a Depticani talk. We we'll just come back and keep yapping. We don't want to talk about Warhammer for six hours straight. So, <laughs> sure, stop we do. Sometime. I could, All right. but got to stop sometime. All right, so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're just going to keep talking. You know what? I don't even care about what we're talking about. This is we had a, <laughs> we had an idea, but you know what? And I and here we'll I am throwing a, a monkey we'll wrench into the con. We'll talk a Depticon. Sure. Here I am throwing a big old monkey wrench in the conversation because we got to pay the bills. What are you going to do? Oh, it's no problem. <laughs> There's always something happening at Grognard's. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store? Even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons & Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section. And you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. But you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards. Because as the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff. And you can find it at Grognards. And why? You know why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. We are back. Hello, Dave. Hello. All right. So, um, yeah. Well, you know what? We, we've taken a break for all of twelve seconds. We could just keep going. So, <laughs> you were talking about the tables. Let's keep going with it, man. I mean, I cut you off, but I mean, just. I mean, we're work. just talking about like tournament level gaming, real quick, and you know, I I think I'll, I think some people get uh, intimidated by going to a tournament. You should. You know, they, 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 they should not really. I mean, I mean, obviously, you... obviously, people are there to win. They're bringing like these soup. I mean, the people that go to these to win the tournament, they are playing optimized lists that they've been playing only that list for the last two, three months. I mean, they play it constantly. The people who are there to win the tournament. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's a legit part of the hobby. Well, I, I, we are not. We are not bagging on that hey listen here's the thing i've played against people who are hardcore gotta win that tournament and i've gotten crushed and had no fun but i've also played against people who are hardcore gotta win the tournament and gotten crushed and had a great time absolutely you know as long as you're having fun and having a good time and not being a complete tool yeah if that's your hobby okay yeah i've definitely been on both i've been on on, yeah just like you I've, i've played tournament games where it's just like like the, the person you're playing might as well just be a robot. They are, they are literally only there to kick your teeth in. And that's and that's not fun. No. And it's just not. And here's the thing, I have been, I've had my teeth kicked in and had a wonderful time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's just that's some people's favorite part of the hobby. They're in here to play. Right. They don't. They don't necessarily right. like building models. They don't care about the lore. They nope. don't like to paint. Nope. They want to go in and play this game and play it well. Mm-hmm. And God bless you. As long yeah. as you're letting everybody have fun. Right. Because when so, someone's not having fun, yes. 
that's when yes. it's yeah. Yeah, then you're it's, that it's, guy, it's, you yeah. know. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I've probably been that guy before. You know what I mean? Like I've been there, just, and I'm like my brain is like in tournament level Warhammer land in like you know seventh edition Warhammer, mm-hmm. and there's people there who are I'm playing who are not, and you start the game and you're like. And you kind of realize, like, you know what? I need to, to kick this back a couple notches because this guy's not having any fun at all. Here's the thing, and this is something I think sometimes people forget. You start playing, and this is what – and here's the thing. I've done the same thing you've done. I've started winning, mm-hmm. and I've also played where I've been winning, and then I've pushed – and and wound up losing because I've overextended trying to get every last little point you can, and then you wind up screwing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there are players who play and they play in hard, and they don't know maybe when they've got it in hand. Yeah. And if you've got it in hand and it's round two or three, and your opponent is, if if you know they you've got them. Mm-hmm. Taking your foot off the gas on the person and letting <laughs> them have some fun is, yeah. it's not a bad idea. Right. But there's a fine line to that, too, because I've been well, on the receiving be end. I've, I've been on the receiving end of that, and it's like, oh, man, <laughs> this guy knows he's got this game in the bag, and now he's taking it easy on me. It's like, oh, But here's the thing it. you can also do it where you just, you know, you don't it's have to sk- be obvious about it. Right. You know, it's almost, a, it's almost a skill where you have to learn how to to do it and it's I don't know yeah but it's, it's one of those things where okay so I've got you hit and I've got some guys in reserve maybe I pull them forward maybe I don't necessarily charge them in because I've got it in hand mm-hmm. I've played against people who have pulled stuff up and been like oh man at the end of the round they're like I forgot to move these guys and charge them and they're mm-hmm. like ugh and I don't know if they were taking their foot off their gas or they forgot yeah. uh-huh. But either way, I kind of appreciated it. It's like it at least gave me a, it you know, it gave me a sense like I was still in the game. I had a good round against yeah, them. Yeah. And the thing is, uh-huh. at that point, even if I had a really good round and took out that other thing, they had those guys right there to come in. Like right. there's there's a lot to be said for being a gracious winner. Right. So we're talking about Adepticon now, oh. <laughs> and obviously this kind of rolls into that because Adepticon is a tournament. You know, mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's five games. Well, it's a lot of tournaments. There's a whole lot going on at Adepticon. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been there in like four years. Well, and nobody's been there in like three. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, the last two, they canceled 2020, right? Because everything went on lockdown a month, mm-hmm. not even a month before. Right. And then the next year, we were all still on lockdown, so we didn't have mm-hmm. one in 2021. So right. this is our first Adepticon since 2019. Wow. Yeah, so I'm playing in the, well, never played before, but not new, four-man fantasy team tournament this year with the lads from Six Squared Studios. You are on the Six Squared Studios team, basically. Indeed. There's three of them and the guy from Garage Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I am helping run that. I'm helping Domus run that. I'm like, do you need any help? He's like, I really only need help in the team tournament. I have a lot of help for everything else, but... Everyone wants to play in the team. I'm like, hey, I'm in. That's cool. Yeah, so I think I'm playing Zinch in the. That's my faction for the team tournament. Ha ha ha! <laughs> so thousand points. So I have. 
I have. Are like, you just taking all? Are you just going to be that guy and take all pink horrors? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't want to. I don't. Oh, you need to talk to the. Okay, because those guys are Canadian. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. They're genetically bred to be nice guys. Like yeah. that's that's Canada for you. I mean, make I sure that they're cool. <laughs> if you're gonna, I do- have all the. I have like all these thousand point lists written for Zinch. And like it's it's getting I don't know, all of them are nasty. <laughs> like I, I have a Zinch thousand point like it's just it's just flamers of Zinch. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I know. It's nine flamers, a change caster on a a change caster on foot with the arcane tome when he comes with it. The Flux Master on disc, and then the Fate Master. The f- you said it's, Flux it's, Master? Is that what he's called? Yeah, the Flux Master is the okay. guy riding around. And then All the right, guy. It's not like you said foot. something that I had to bleep for a second. Oh, no. I, so I was like, Flux what? Master. Flux is master. that actually his name, or are we just calling him something all of a sudden? Yeah. No, he's the Flux Master. Okay. Uh, so, so he's got the, the aura of mutability, because, of course, this is a conflagration army. So he uh-huh. gives everybody extra rend. <sighs> I know. And then the other, and then there's the other guy, in, and then the Fate Master lets you reroll all your misses. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just don't. I mean, it's like, it sounds good. I mean, because you can just how many models people. is that? It's a uh, twelve. You have a twelve model thousand point list. Well, uh, there you go. Maybe that maybe that does all this damage. But you know, obviously, if you can if you can do some damage to them. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're not they're not invincible, but they're just going to be. Uh, all they do is shoot. So I don't know how exciting that will be. Not. I mean, not at all. Not right? at all. Exactly. See, here right. we go. So I have another one where it's like Guild of Summoners. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically three units of the Arcanite guys. Okay. And then you know some other characters with the all casting spells. So your goal is to turn one, summon a Lord of Change, which is cool. On a thousand point list, yeah, you're summoning you can, a Lord of Change on turn you, one. You you can easily do it. What is wrong <laughs> with you? I know. Oh my! Are you? Are, you know, I, I enjoy playing with you, and you are my friend. But sometimes when I, every, you are that, you right? Listen, you're that I guy. I don't mean to. I just like oh, this is cool. and it's and funny because you can't and... turn it off. No, it's like you could do this, and then, oh, you could combine this thing over here. Oh, I think, and then I look at, it, I'm like. Hmm. I mean, I but I bet I you other. Here's the thing, it's a, it is a tournament. I bet you other people are going to bring some pretty gross stuff. Oh, I'm sure they are. So I mean, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just listening to this rolling my eyes, being like, please don't ask me if you could test out your list on me. I don't want. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you know yeah, what the this... other one is? Just pink horrors. Of course. Yeah. Just you here. Know, I'm just... going to run up and take objectives, and good luck, my friend. Yeah. I mean, I think I have. Like I, 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 I own. Uh, 60 pink horrors, 120 blue horrors, and 120 blue brimstones. I own that stuff. Like, <laughs> so, folks, this is Chris's last episode, <laughs> and uh, he—I've he, been happy to have you here. I'm sad yeah. to see you go. Uh, going to be looking for another Chris pretty soon, I think. Yeah, I, oh I, my I, God, what is wrong? Can you think of how? It, how, would an- how annoying would that be to play against? Like uh, a thousand. Very. A th- it would be 
I don't know. Because like, you got your... 800 points of horrors in one character. Yeah, and your 1,000 points of horrors just camp on the objectives. Yeah. And like, okay, we're going to win, but you could try to fight, and my other guy is going to stop you from taking the horrors off because if you just focus on the horrors, there's 1,000 points. No, that's... Oh, that's so wrong. I don't even... They probably wouldn't even fit on the display board that six squares make. Yeah, no. My question becomes... Mm-hmm. Is like, and it would be suboptimal, and that's the problem. And it is a tournament, but yeah. is there a way you can mix that up a little bit and make it a little, a little of this, a little of that? Doesn't have to be optimized, you know? Definitely. I mean, sure. I could. You could take one of the other, like half seas on this. These lists. Yeah, you could like together. do like the, the um. Oh, what's the one where you, you like get the free unit of screamers? How much is ten horrors? 10 horrors is 250 points. So you could take your that other sort of brutal list, pull 250 somewhere. I mean, that is a lot of your list, but pull it somewhere mm-hmm. and throw in 10 horrors. And that's still, it's like, oh, nobody can look at you in a thousand point game and said, you brought 10 horrors. Like, well, I got to bring something. Like, that's right, a minimum yeah. size. Right. Right. I brought to, the I, lowest amount possible. Right. I also toyed with bringing an all Zangor list. Which would be kind of cool. That could be fun. That would be kind. I don't know what they cool. do really, so I say it could be fun just because I I don't know what else to say. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you think I think Zangor Enlightened is the new meta, then yeah, I could bring those. Oh jeez, I, I, I have like nine of them. Okay. Uh, the, so that's the sky. That's the Skyfires, the guys on foot, and then like a shaman, and then a bunch of screamers. Might be kind of fun. Is that good? Ter- I don't even. I don't it would even... be terrible. It would be terrible. Oh, so that's not a good list, or it would be terrible. No, it would not be. It would. Oh, okay. It would, yeah. See, and this is so funny. This is. I love. <laughs> I love when you make lists because, folks, if you don't get this, Chris has two kinds of lists. Chris has lists that are just brutal, and lists that are just terrible. You don't have a middle of the road list. You don't. It's like you're either like this could be fun. But it's no good. But I'd like to do it from the lore, or yeah. this will make you die. And there's right. <laughs> no middle ground where I could I win some, I will lose some. It's kind of fun, like because once you get that list, I know that's halfway there. That's yeah. when you start to tinker, and you're like, man, if I had this, I could mm-hmm. win that game. Mm-hmm. Like that stormcast, that's- that stormcast list. I, I wrote. I mean, I wrote it, kind of before. It was a long time ago, like when the book first just came out, I played one game. I'm like, okay, I know what I need to do. And I like did the whole like. But that's the tournament player in you. Yeah, it is. That's the tournament guy in you showing up where you look like I look at my list and I'm like, all right, that bow doesn't really do anything. I want to do so. so I'm going to. Can I bring in this cool (laughs) swamp, this this marsh crawler? It'll give a boost. It'll it'll help. Right. Uh, but I don't think it'll throw the game completely out of whack. Yeah. You start to tinker, and that's well, when and it, you start to right, tinker when you take a loss. Man, remember when you said thing. like I I don't like this bow thing; it doesn't do anything. It's like, well, my immediate comment was, "Well, take, take two. two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was a I, a long time ago. A guy taught me. I was playing Skaven, and well, yeah, this is when this is Skaven in like maybe sixth editions, early seventh. I was okay. playing a guy up at the old battle bunker in Donner's Grove. We right. were playing. And I was doing the whole Clan Skyer thing. And I had a Warp Lightning Cannon. And I'm doing it. And it's fun and all this stuff. And the guy I was playing was a tournament player. And he was just like, 
why are you holding back with your Skaven army? I'm like, what What are you talking about? It's like, you have one warplane in camp. I'm like, yeah. You should have two. <laughs> you should have more. And I'm like, what? Like, Skaven, yeah, Skaven's not about holding back. You got, yeah. I'm like, oh. And that was kind of like they, my introduction to like, you've got to double, you got to double down on the stuff that's good. Yeah. And just go for well, it. Well, and I'm especially like, oh, with Skaven, God. because there's a good chance that good yeah. thing will blow up. Yes, indeed. And if it blows up, you're like, oh, I kind of need something. Like, mm-hmm. I got to have something. Mm-hmm. Like, I was playing Clan Skyre before everyone started calling it the, you know, the sad army, the shooty <laughs> army of death. It's like, I was, pl- that was my list. I'm like, why is everybody bagging on my list? And I, like, got to a couple tournaments. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Was that, a, was that a nobody's going to have fun playing against me list? Oh, that list was brutal, dude. It was like, you know, I'd I'd love to play more turns of Warhammer with you, but it's turn three and your army's dead. So I guess we're done. Chris Walker, <laughs> he's that guy. I, absolutely. It, it was just like, okay, I need to tone this down. I just stopped playing Skaven. You know what I mean? Just Yeah, because you can't help yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. Mr. Walker. So, um, yeah, that's, so do you know what the, have have you talked to Kevin and Brad and, and I think it's Brad's brother at this point. Do you know what, what armies, we don't have to go into lists because, but is it a secret what armies they're bringing or can we at least ask? I think they are playing, oh, I've got it here. I've got it here. Where is it? I know, I know I'm playing Zeech. And I know there's a um, a Stormcast player and a Maggotkin player, and I can't remember the other one. So there's no rules about keeping the same... Um, like Grand Alliance? Right. No. Interesting. So just kind of bring what you want. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you have to have a theme. Like theme is, is, uh, is getting graded pretty... Uh, I guess a, a lot. Okay. So you have to. We have to. I don't know how we're gonna have to watch how that goes because having two order armies and two chaos armies, I can't imagine that would be very <laughs> themey. But um, I think they have a plan. So. Okay. So, wait a minute. Oh, sorry. I'm just losing my mind here. That's. I mean, but you. I mean, the thing is. Because during the rounds, do you have to, you have to team up with all the other yeah. players, right? Right. right. So, so yeah. one game, you guys will be all order and all chaos, and the other two games, mm-hmm. you absolutely mm-hmm. won't be. Right. Yeah. So we have Stormcast, Zeech, Daughters of Cain, and Nurgle. Those are our factions. Daughters of Cain, you could totally get away with the the Stormcast. I don't see how that fits into any sort of theme with the other guys. But no, I, I don't know. I mean, you honestly, you can make up any story. I remember when you been when you had to have you know you go to tournaments. And they'd be like, "Please write a backstory for your army." And every mm-hmm. Warriors of Chaos army said the same thing. Here was a warrior, a chaos guy. I was walking through the forest. I found two. I found two uh, chaos dwarf hell cannons, and I decided to go to war. Like <laughs> yeah. that was your whole. Okay, there's my backstory. Yeah, that's the generic backstory. I found two hell cannons and decided to go to war. Right. That or is, there's a, a mystical portal in the forest, and we walk through it. And yep. Yeah. So, 
Oh, well, that could be, I mean, that's going to be, I still think you guys are going to have a great time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you sign up for anything else at Adepticon? No. Uh, okay. Did you, I, I signed up for, I got, I got my pass for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I signed up for the Games Workshop reveal on Wednesday night. Oh, okay. Because that's free, mm-hmm. and you can just as long as you get in on it, you can go and see what the what they're going to be showing. That's and I figured cool. with the show, maybe I could do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's it. Yeah, like I didn't sign up for the GT portion of it, the Saturday Sunday, because I did not either. I can't play that many games in a weekend anymore. I just can't physically can't do it. I can do it. I need a chair, but I can. Do the five games. The mm-hmm. thing is, I go like that. The last, well, the last few Adepticons that actually happened mm-hmm. came during my spring break. Okay. So I didn't have to take off work for oh, nice. one. Okay. Yep. I could come in. But like Sunday, about five o'clock, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> you know, it was like. I'm playing that last game, and yeah. I'm thinking in between the first and second game, like you got to check out of your hotel mm-hmm. in the morning. So you're checking out either before your first game or in the middle, or unless you got a late checkout, you're in the middle of games. You're checking out. Yeah. I'm I'm packing up the car in the morning before I play my games. Like I'm as I'm taking my models off, I'm putting them in the case, and it's just like that. That yeah. I always I always feel weird, like I mm-hmm. you know because it's when it's done, I kind of got to get going because i've got to be ready for work in the morning and yeah Mm -hmm. i live an hour away from this tournament but this happens to me at every tournament right like as i get towards that end um well the team tournament is thursday friday yeah and well you guys are we were going to play two and two but the six squared studios team had three and you are super jazzed about it and i am more than happy to help out so that's how that broke down so i think so i think that's five games yeah, you would have to play ten games. Ten games <laughs> in a weekend. That would be bananas. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I mean, I could. I, I, you know, and it's it's not full. I don't think yet. Like I could change no. my mind still. I could. Totally I mean, what go. we could what we could do is I think there's an open gaming area. Well, that's the thing. It's like I'm gonna bring an army. I'm. Yeah. I've already got people who want to play games. Yeah. And I'm happy to play games. Absolutely. You know, and like, I like, plus like I know some some of my friends who play 40k from out of town are going to Here's the thing, there's a lot of people come from out of town and they're like mm-hmm. I want to get a game in here, I want to get a game in there. They're not all playing in the big GT part. Right. I can get games in all weekend. Yeah. With my friends. And honestly, that's way more fun to me. Mhm. You know, a low pressure, yeah. like, let's get the game, let's get some pop. Right. We can you can you know what you're doing when you're just playing with your friend? You can stop in the middle of the game and go grab a grab a sandwich or go right. grab a go, go grab a, a, a pop, walk out, hit the bathroom. Yeah, there's there's no the, there's no pressure. Yeah, you don't got to worry about the chess clock timer. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, you know, you never know. You get friends in there who have other games. Like I know people who are playing Horus Heresy and Titanicus mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, you know mm-hmm. what? You want to I could give you a demo game during the yeah. day." Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I might not go both days, but I'll probably be there on Saturday for a bit. Yeah. And then I plan on bringing, I'll have an army there, so bring an army. Yeah. We'll play games. And honestly, there's, I know there's people who are listening who are going, who are just, mm-hmm. and it, prepare for, oh, you know, we need to get uh, an email for you if you want to, for the, if listeners want to reach you, you should. Oh, yeah, a, totally. 
Because I've got GarageHammerAtLive.com, and if people send me emails and, and send them specifically saying, hey, this is for Chris, or hey, can you get this to Chris, mm-hmm. I can always forward them to you because I have your email address. But if you set yeah. up something for – you should set up a, a GarageHammer email for yourself. Yeah, yeah, you I'll know? do that. Uh, you know, GarageHammerChris or, you know, ChrisGH or something. You know how to set up yeah, an yeah, email. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it on like yeah, Gmail set something, or something up. Yeah, set something up on Gmail so people can talk to you because yeah, totally. I guarantee you what's going to start happening. People are going to get in touch with you and be like, "Hey, this, that, and the other." You know, especially yeah. if they well, know you can you're reach gonna... me on. You can reach me on Twitter right now. Yeah, but you know, this is this. I always have people getting it. Hey, if you're going to be there, you want to get a game in. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's one of the perks of this is that. People want to try to get a game in with you, so it's you're never yeah, you're totally. never it's yeah. never hard to find one. That'd be so. That'd be great. Yeah. Adepticon. Yeah. So, um, wow, we're not signed up for anything else. So it's just the team tournament, and like, God, we are losers. <laughs> we're going to the biggest convention. I'm I not know. signed up for anything. But I'm going to go back. Like I said, I'll go back and look. Plus, I want to hit the vendor room. Yeah, but absolutely. It, I just can't. I just physically can't play that many games anymore. I just can't do it. My brain it, just melts. You know, it's like. You know what? For this lately, it's it. I've been okay with it, but yeah, after three games, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Yeah, I could see you not playing ten games. Ten games, and there's people who are doing that. You know, oh, there are sure. people. A Absolutely. lot of people. I, I used to. Who are doing I used it. to do it. I used to play the, in, in the team tournament and the and the championships at Adapticon every year. That's what I did. Uh huh. Uh, or then people are coming in for the for the thousand point that you know the three mm-hmm. games or five games in a day of thousand point. Yeah, that was like Wednesday, right? The thousand yeah. point games. Yeah, was there crazy. was a, there was actually an award called the Iron Man Award, right? Like if you played in like every turn tournament. Oh, that's in, right. In the weekend, yeah. Yeah, um, that's crazy. I mean, but that was like remember when they had the War Machine. Yeah. When War Machine was popular, I I don't mm-hmm. know if it's I don't know if it's I don't I, is it a thing like do people still play, I assume people still play War Machine. All I know is I have some old models and stuff and I couldn't sell them. Like I couldn't find anyone who and it's like I had a couple of decent sized armies that I would have gone for a song and people were mm-hmm. like oh, I don't know anyone who even plays. I'm like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. But remember when they had rooms at Adepticon? Remember when we were in the other like they like that earlier place, the much earlier place. The when, Renaissance. Right, we were in the Grand Ballroom and across yeah. the hall were all those smaller little rooms and they had War Machine going on literally 24 hours a day yeah. for 4 days. There was always yeah. stuff. There were people in there in the middle of the night running yep. stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a little nuts. And there were guys who went in there and played for like two days straight. They were just like playing and drinking energy drinks and 20, <laughs> 20 years old and could do that. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> nope. Take a, like, I don't love any game that much. <laughs> I remember uh, several years back we did that thing. Uh, I, I signed up to do that uh, the 24 hours of gaming for charity. Yeah. Yep. That was brutal. Yeah. But, I'd do that again. I'd do that. That'd be fun. I would. We should do that. We should find a place that that's willing to to to, to host something like that and get mm-hmm. a bunch of people to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and host us mm-hmm. as like a group. This is the group we're going to go do this. Yeah. Because that was it. It was a, it was unique gifts and games. Kathleen was willing to stay open for twenty four hours. The wow. employees worked in shifts. Now, during the midnight, like the time when they would normally they they opened early. Yeah. And they when they like they closed later in the night and it was pretty much locked in like they stayed they were someone there for us 
mm-hmm. you know, but they had shut down the registers and cleaned up and stuff like that and just stayed open for us. Yeah. But uh, it was we'll like, live stream it on the Warhammer TV YouTube channel. Yeah, oh, the Garage, the Garage, Garage Hammer. Hammer. We Garage have Hammer, a YouTube channel. Garage Hammer, Garage Hammer TV YouTube and That's going to resurrect finally, thanks to you, because you've got the cameras and you've got the stuff, so yeah. we're going to resurrect that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, I remember we played for, and it was like around hour 18 where we were just getting stupid. <laughs> like, we played a bunch of Warhammer, and then we were playing board games. We were trying to get to that 24-hour mark, and those last yeah. couple of hours, it was, I wanted to cry at that <laughs> point. Like, it was hard to drive home the 10-minute drive home. Yeah. Um, I need to be well rested before doing that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did, and I got home, and Heather was like, even she like put she, I got home. It was like ten in the morning, ten thirty in the morning, and she she and she's like, this is like jet laggy type stuff. She's like, go to sleep for like three hours. I went to sleep for like three hours. She's like now you're she woke me up. She's like you can't go back to bed till bedtime now. Mm-hmm. And boy was I exhausted at bedtime, but I was I was. Back to being yeah. right after yeah. like one day, oh, as good. opposed to totally throwing your your whole brain off. <laughs> so dumb. Um, okay, this has been about a half hour, and I still want to talk a little bit more, but I want to get our last break in, and then we got about fifteen minutes before we gotta cool. wrap up because I gotta yep. go get dinner yep. for people. But so we're gonna break, and we're gonna come back and just chit chat a little more and wrap up. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we are back. Hello. We are back. Hello. It's the quick hello. You got this. The hello sneak. You always get. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, oh, you know what else I want to do again at Adepticon this year? I wonder if they're doing it. And uh, as much as I love Adepticon, and as nice as all those guys are, mm-hmm. um, I do love doing the the trading night where they oh, can just yeah. bring stuff. Now here's the thing. What I will do is I will go through like all that War Machine stuff. I will bring it and put it up there for a song. I, I I went there one year and I had boxes and boxes of old games, boxes of Warhammer stuff. I like uh, never stuff I bought from Mantic that I was just like I'm never playing this. Yeah. And I brought and I had like three huge tubs and the guys like you got one little spot you're never going to be able. To, I'm like just put me in a corner. 
<laughs> so that I can stack my tubs. And he, the guy who runs that is grumpy. He is eternally <laughs> cranky. I don't know yeah. his name. I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I have never seen that man smile. And he has always been very gruff with me. And I have been nothing but nice. Yeah. You know? So you're like, so you're like the old time like hawker, like standing on the box, like, come get your Warhammer over here. It's not even like that. I learned <laughs> – if here's my philosophy. I brought three big plastic tubs one year of stuff to sell at yeah. Adepticon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take any of that home. Yeah. And so what I do is I put it out on the table, and I put a really good – price on it like i am not looking to make my money back i am not yeah. i have got my father-in-law taught me the garage sale mentality which yeah, is sure, sure. The, the bundle the bundle and the thing the is everybody together. like his friends will come over and bring stuff and they want to they want to get a fair price for it nobody's looking for a fair price at a garage sale mm-hmm. people are looking for a deal mm-hmm. and i don't want to take this stuff home mm-hmm. now i always price it really fair and if someone wants to take a couple extra i was doing it one year i had like 20 boxes of this thing i bought all this stuff to build this army didn't use it had like 20 boxes of these models and I put them on and it was like stuff for like your hordes, right? Yeah. They were like $35 retail. I'm like, I am selling them for 15 and if you buy three boxes, you can have it for 40 <laughs> instead of 45. Like, yeah. and they, they were gone and I walked out of there and that's the thing. I got three tubs and the guy is, the guy is always like, you're never going to sell it. You're going to take up all the space. It's going to be a hassle. I'm like, dude, please trust me on this. And then, <laughs> I have been there three. the last three years I did this. Mm-hmm. The longest time I was at the table. Well, the first year I had a bunch of like all this stuff that I got. Uh, it was all this Mantic Kings of War stuff. And yeah. it was I had gone in on their original Kickstarter and I had, oh, gotten, sure. I had gotten all the had boosters. Yeah. So I just threw a bunch of them out there. And I was selling them for like 10 bucks a pop. And I knew they were worth a lot more than this. And then some guy came up and he's like, what if I buy a bunch? And I was like, how many? And he was, he didn't, he wanted me to sell them the whole table for a hundred bucks. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I wound up selling the whole table to another guy who was, because I think I asked for 150 and then he's like, I'll give you a hundred. And I'm like, there's yeah. like $500 worth of stuff here. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, I'll give you a hundred. And he's like, come on, I'm giving you a deal. I'm like, nope, I can I can make that money selling individual packets. People are still picking through. Mm-hmm. And then they sold a few pick through, and one guy came up later and said, did I hear you save 150 for everything? And this is after I'd sold some of that off. I'm like, hey, he's like that's a great yeah. deal. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, that year I was there for a couple of hours because I had all those little bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. Every year after that, I was done in an hour. Nice. An hour. I sold three or four tubs worth of stuff, and I walked out of there with like a grand in my pocket. Yeah, that's fantastic. And my wife's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "I'm like, did I did I lose money on this deal? You're darn right, I did. Mm-hmm. I bought but, stuff, but you know how much it's worth sitting in my closet? Yeah, zero. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I hope they have that open again this year because a, it's an easy way to find me because I'm always at it, and b, <laughs> you know, if if that pays for the whole weekend. Oh yeah! If you can get a good sell on that, you know, mm-hmm. and if it mm-hmm. if it doesn't, it pays for your next tournament or whatever. Yeah. Plus, once in a while, you can find some good stuff in there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, because mm-hmm. someone's selling something you want. Heck, you can always find some good if if you like anything I like. Trust me, if you are into anything I bring, you're going to get a super deal on it. So <laughs> there you go. Like right. that. It, it's just how you got to play it, and I love it. I love mm-hmm. sitting there and getting that sale going. I love walking the last three Adepticons. I walked home richer 
than when I left home. And I'm talking, I paid for my hotel, I paid yeah. for my food, I paid for my gas, I paid for Adepticon, and I still nice. walked out of there a couple hundred bucks up. That's the greatest. Yeah. Did, did they have that VIG thing this year? That I think they did. I got an email because they were like, if you're interested, do it. And I did get an email. I have to check it. They weren't certain yeah. if they were going to. And yeah. I got the email like two days ago and forgot about it. So my guess is I was on a time limit if they did offer oh. it to me. So, But honestly, that's the other thing. I like the VIG. I like getting the free shirt or the mug or whatever. Right. But you get a lot of swag. Uh, yeah. And I honestly don't use 90% of it. Exactly. That's why I don't sign up for it. It's like I think last one year they gave you like a full game. They gave you like the full like 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 the like the Song game of, of Ice Thrones and Fire. Game. I got it. Yeah. Well, and then every yeah. year like, War Machine was giving you a starter box and then right. and then uh, what was it? The the football game that Guild Ball that everybody oh, liked yeah. and then all of a sudden it just ended. Mm-hmm. Uh that you I mean and it's like, "Oh, I got this." And then Right. I got. Never. I still have it. I have two or three War Machine sets and some Guild Ball sets sitting in there. I think I'm going to bundle those and either take them yeah. to Acon, and if they don't sell, I'll put them up on eBay at like the 99 cents yeah. plus shipping and see if anyone takes it. I just right. I want it gone. Right. But that's me. So what other things are you going to be looking for at Acon? Since, since uh, you've got time, too. Like, is there yeah. any stuff so you like the, to I, do? I, I always go through the vendor hall and just kind of look. Oh, um, yeah. I like to visit the the MDF bases guy. Yes. He's always got some cool stuff. Um, I guess now, I guess I could talk to Kevin now because I, I need some of the the 25 millimeter to 32 millimeter converter bases. I need some of those. Oh, so, so do you just need something with a hole in the middle to drop your 25 mil base or do you just want to... No, so it's like it's a it's a it's a thirty two mil base, uh-huh. like a circle a circle base, uh-huh. but it's got a twenty millimeter square cutout in it. Oh, a twenty so, mil. Oh, I right. see. So you could just drop your square in there, right? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna cheap out and I'm gonna convert my high elf army to a luminous army. <laughs> That's not that works honestly. If you've got the Bowman, so they're these Bowman, and you got them on the right base, I, I dude, I I ain't gonna paint all those guys. <laughs> I gotta paint Harrison's, and I'm gonna finish my cruel boys. I hate that stuff. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I think use, we I'm found gonna... a scheme. We found yeah. a paint scheme he That's likes, good. and it's gonna I... be simple. Yeah. So I'm hoping I can do that. I'm gonna use Swordmasters as the the Swordmasters in the Luminath army. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got, and I'm gonna use White Lions as the Hammer the stone, Bros, the Hammer guys, <laughs> and I'm gonna use Silver Helms as the the horse guys, and I'm going to use Raver Knights as the other guys. <laughs> it's going to look like a high elf army, but it's I don't I don't see how anyone could get confused looking at it. Like it's well, your bowmen are your bowmen. Now your exactly. axemen are your hammermen. So there you go. Yeah. The only and thing I think that could get confusing is if I see the guys on horses, even if they're different horses, I'm not mm-hmm. thinking of them like the kangaroo riders. Yeah, I don't think I. Eh, I probably wouldn't bring them then. Yeah, I'm going to do kangaroo. If I'm going to do ro- kangaroo dudes, I'll just get them. Yeah. But everything else is, I mean, you know, sure you can yeah. you can do it. You could do a two K Luminath army. Do people do the, all with, sorts of crazy stuff? Yeah, with those four, and it's just going to be for fun games. I probably, you know, I wouldn't bring it to like, you know, like a like an Adepticon or something like that. I just play it up at the you know the game shop just to try it. You know. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, uh, so I found out. Mm-hmm. That you know Elric's hobbies, 
Yep. You're aware of Elric's hobbies. So um, one of my former students came back to school this year as a teacher. She's the art teacher. Mm-hmm. And she came and found me because I had her for drama like her freshman year of high school. And here she is back, young. You know, she's been teaching other places, back in Waukegan teaching. And she That's comes cool. up to me one day and she goes, I hear you like Warhammer. Oh. And I said, <laughs> I think she said 40K. And I was like, I do because I, I have Warhammer and 40K like poster stuff up in my room. Mm-hmm. Like I have You Should Read And then I took the calendar From the, the Black Library calendar With yeah. all the book covers And I slapped all them up And then made And then just printed out on paper Like the titles and the authors <laughs> I'm like nice. You Should Read And put that stuff up so I, <laughs> She Does the bases She likes to sculpt She's oh. Like Elric's custom bases That you can buy That are made by Elric's Yeah She sculpted a lot of them Oh wow that's cool Yeah like her husband plays and she sculpts, so she knows the guys from Elric's, and it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, she, cool. and she's like, "Are you going to be at Adepticon?" I'm like, "Of course, I'm helping out." Adepticon. She will come by the booth. I'm like, "Well, I will." Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I love to go through the booths too. There's always, mm-hmm. you know, I always buy something I don't need. I bought one year. I bought <laughs> uh, what are they? Something seventy five. What is that paint range? Oh, starts with an S, and I can't think of it. Something 75, not style 75. I don't know. Ugh, and I know people know. I bought like two of their, those expensive, this is a, a like a colors that all go together if you want to really paint nice. Back when I mm-hmm. thought I was going to really become an expert painter. Yeah. And I never even opened them. Spent oh, $150, no. I think, on these stupid paints, and I never even opened them. But that's what happens when I go to I go to the booths and I buy some. Oh, I'm going to buy these stencils because I'm going to learn how to use my airbrush. That don't nope. know where the stencils even are. Yeah, still don't know how to use my airbrush. I like, bet you. I bet you they'll have like a three D printing booth. Uh, wonder. I bet you they'll have something like that. Yeah. Well, I won't even need that. You want to know why? Cause I have one. Well, I'm saying maybe they'll like they'll like have like oh something to learn how to use it right. Yeah, like learn how to do it or like files that you can buy or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't either. But I'm excited to learn because I I want to do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm so excited. I'm just really excited for Adepticon. Guys, uh, we uh, you know, we should wrap up. And I feel kind of dumb because we just took a break. Um, but we got to wrap up because I do have to go pick up. I have to pick up dinner by a certain time or else I'm going to be in <laughs> trouble. Um, yeah. And plus, I, cut me some slack. My birthday is the day after tomorrow. Like, I'm, I'm still got to get the house clean. My parents are coming over. Nice. I'm gonna, but I'm going to be 50. So give me a break. I'm an old man. I need to call Join in. the club. Yeah, Join no. <laughs> the 50 club. We're, we're there together, brother. We are the old men of Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, and I hope everybody – this is – I like these kind of episodes. It's a nice break from mm-hmm. Battle Tomes and even the – the character lore episodes, which we are definitely doing more of because holy mm-hmm. crap are we getting a lot of good feedback on that. Those are fun. They are fun, but they are work too because we got to go back and reread a lot of old stuff because there's still there's, you want to get all your facts straight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's fun to just sit down and be like, I played games. Here's my list. I had fun. How about you? Yeah. You know? So anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Super we had secret. a, no, we had a weird. secret mystery talk going on yeah no we had a weird edit there folks and so now we're back and uh sorry about that that was just nonsense 
I got to find a scratchy record noise. So if I do have to do a weird yeah. jump cut like this, I can just throw that in. So at least people know that something happened. Um, so yeah. Um, but this is it. We're going to be doing a lot of lore. If you guys, if if you guys have a lore, a, a character from fantasy who has made it over to Age of Sigmar that you'd like to hear about, let us know. There's a bunch of them because we've got a few that uh, we've got a few lined up, and I don't. It's no secret that I think our next one's going to be the Von Karsteins. Yeah. Um, I would like to do. Darkblade, Malice Darkblade, but he's not here. No, he got turned into a demon. Yeah, and that's my thing. Is like <laughs> I, the, the 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 reasoning behind this isn't just to sit back and talk about Warhammer Fantasy because there isn't. But I like this all these different characters that bridge that are around that bridge that gap because it yeah. is a continue. It's a new game, but it's a continuation of that story, and I like I mean, we, all those we ties. Could do- we could do Nagash, we could do Sigmar, we could do Marathi, we could do Yeah, I mean there's a lot of characters. I mean obviously all of all of the all of the major gods that we talk about are on the list, but if there's anything in specific you'd really want to hear, let us know. If there's a character you haven't heard us say, like, why haven't you thought about this guy? Yeah. Tell us because we're happy to you know, we're happy to do it. Um I'm still waiting. The winter the two winter books are yet to come out. Hmm. The two winter books are yet to come out, and then and then the Night Haunt is the two one of the two spring books. Yeah, we know what the books are. I mean, right. it's on the website what they are. So yeah, I mean, but I'm saying I'm still waiting on them. The Fire Slayers yes. and the and the and the Fish Elves, the Deepkin, the Deepkin, uh, <laughs> still. And once those come out, obviously we will be covering them. We'll cover them as soon as possible too. Like try to yeah. get them done so you're not waiting a long time to hear the stuff. So this way, if you want to know about it, we'll we'll be doing the lore as well as the war. So. We'll be doing that. That's coming up soon, I guess, once we get everything. Cool. Um, I think that's it. I think we're done. Oh, cool. one last thing, and then we'll go. And I apologize. Um, I would like some other feedback, folks. And if you could just send me some feedback. Like, if you're on the Facebook page and you're listening to this episode, I would love if you would go to the Facebook page and where I posted this episode link. Um, I got a line on some of those people who play... Space Marine cosplay, mm-hmm. like those, like they walk around at the cons wearing, yeah, the power armor, like and mm-hmm. and they're like eight feet tall and stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you, I, would anybody be interested in having them come on and talk about that, like what it takes to build those things? I personally, if I wasn't a, a three hundred and fifty pound behemoth, if I was slender enough. <laughs> I would do that. Like, I think that's awesome. I would totally dress up as a space marine if I could. Um, I like, and I, even those commissar cosplays are pretty rad. I think. Yeah, well, all cosplays kind of fun. I think it's neat. The thing is, if you know how to do a space marine costume, you might be able to do a stormcast. Oh yeah. See, and I'm just so please, if you're listening to this, and you're on the Facebook page, would you guys be interested in hearing some, like? And these are people that you see pictures of at the places, like a lot. People who are really good at it. Would you like to hear them come on the show maybe and talk about that? Because we're trying to find other lore and other hobby things that we can do in between. We've been doing so many books for so long, we kind of forgot that you can do other episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my question. Please answer it. I would like to know. Maybe I'll put up a poll on the Facebook page, yeah. All right, cool. So we got a bail. 
Chris, yep. thank you. No problem. Very fun. Yes. Always have a good time with you in this stuff. So um, we'll be back. Got to get some stuff talked in before Adepticon. Of course, after Adepticon, we'll talk about everything that happened at Adepticon. Maybe we can have Domus on or something like that. That's so fun. All right, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. Oh, Sigmar!